Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio of the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Okay, and welcome. The Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. So hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. <clears throat> All right, what are we talking about this evening? Well, it's spring around here, and you're going to hear all kinds of critters. They might not. They may or may not stop. <laughs> They're going to hear Rue. They're going to hear Rue. They're going to hear Rue. <laughs> Move along. Because we have the doors and windows open. Anyway, on Sundays, we start with the prayer. And what is happening in Iraq that no one is telling you about, we will tell you. Then the ups and downs for the week. And once again, it's the economy, stupid. Followed by our military heroes. And we will visit the wonderful world of animals if we get to it. Color me skeptical. Okay, time for prayer. Is Susan going to be moving around during this? Hello? I guess she's just not going to pay any attention at all to the show. All right, this is from Catholic.org again for some apparent reason. Heavenly Father, I am so humble servant. I come before you today in need of hope. There are times when I feel helpless. There are times when I feel weak. I pray for hope. I need hope for a better future. I need hope for a better life. I need hope for love and kindness. Help me to walk into your light and live my life in faith and glory. In your name I pray. Amen. Okay, wow, we're going right with the fuzzy muzzy stuff. Like my head doesn't hurt enough right now. This is, it says Iraq Now, from the Ass Ocean Press. Anti-government protesters tore down walls and poured into the Iraqi capital's heavily fortified green zone on Saturday, where they stormed parliament in a major escalation of a political crisis that has simmered for months. Supporters of Shiite cleric Mukhtar Sa'ada, you remember Mookie? Mukhtar al-Assad, yeah, Mookie. 
outsider, have been holding demonstrations and sit-ins for months to demand an overhaul of Iraq's corrupt and ineffective political system, but Saturday was the first time they broke into the green zone, home to most government ministries and foreign embassies. Uh, why do we trust Buki? We know what Buki is. He's a fanatic. He's a good Muslim. Iraqi security forces fired tear gas at one entrance of the zone, but appeared to be largely standing down as protesters marched through the area, chanting and waving Iraqi flags. Hundreds were still pouring into the green zone as night fell. Iraq has been mired in a political crisis for months. Hear anything about it? Any crisis? Any? No, no nothing? But we all know, uh, you know, where Mama Obama gets her hair done and what kind of dress she wears. And we wonder when does the commander, well, community organizer in chief ever stop golfing? Anyway, <clears throat> this hindered the government's ability to combat the Islamic State group, which still controls much of the country's north and west or address the financial crisis largely caused by the plunge in global oil prices. Al-Sadr and his supporters want to reform the political system put in place following the U.S.-led invasion in 2003, in which entrenched political blocs representing the country's Shiites, Sunnis, and Kurds rely on patronage, resulting in widespread corruption and poor public services. The major blocs have until now stymied the reform efforts of Prime Minister Hadar al-Abadi, who uh, sought to address the protesters' demands. Earlier Saturday, al-Sadr repeated accusations that Iraqi politicians are responsible for blocking political reforms. He did not call for an escalation in the protest, but shortly after his remarks, his supporters began scaling the compound's walls. A group of young men then pulled down a section of concrete blast walls to cheers of the crowds of thousands gathered in the streets outside. <coughs> Excuse me, still no cough button, still no computer. The Green Zone has long been the focus of Al-Sadr's allegations that the government is detached from the people. The compound is off limits to the vast majority of Iraqis as security procedures require multiple checks and specific documentation to enter. Shortly after the breach, cell phone videos uploaded to social media showed dozens of young men running through the halls of Parliament, chanting slogans in support of al-Sadr and calling for the government to disband. We are all with you, al-Sadr, one group of men yelled as they entered the building's main chamber. Other videos showed a group of young men slapping an Iraqi lawmaker as he attempted to flee the crowd, and protesters mobbing another lawmaker's motorcade inside the green zone. The footage appeared authentic and corresponded with the associated press reporting, which means nothing. Iraqi security forces initially responded by tightening security across the capital, sealing off checkpoints leading to the green zone, and halting traffic on main roads leading into the city, according to the Baghdad Operations Command. But Iraq's elite counterterrorism force, Iraq has their own elite counterterrorism forces? 
boy, they got to be the quickest learners on the planet who have in the past been called on to reinforce security in the capital, said they are standing down for now. We still view this as a demonstration, said Sabal al-Numan. Numan. Spokesman for the counterterrorism forces. We aren't taking any part in this as it's not something regarding terrorism. We're going to have to go with, what's the definition of terrorism? Uh, I, I get this every once in a while for the left, and then they always look confused when I'm done with them. They, they call me names, and they scratch their head, and but they don't know what to think anymore. Well, as an update, ISIS, Iris, <laughs> ISIS bombed them to, to stop the protests, and the protests ran away. For now, they said. Well, that's terrorism. Now, here's how you can tell the difference between terrorism and freedom fighters. In case all of you are confused, World War One, World War Two, blah, 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 blah. One man's freedom fighters, the other person's terrorists. The IRA, the Irish Republican Army, uh, although they were considered terrorists, they didn't intentionally kill innocent people. They always told the British government where their bomb was and where it was going to go off and to have, have the place evacuated. It was the British police that didn't do their job that got people killed. Now, I'm sorry, that's not a terrorist. A terrorist is someone who purposely targets innocents. That's a terrorist. Now you understand? You see why they scratch their head and look funny and call me names? Of course, I can't really see them on Twitter or something. I'm just, you know, the visuals just just works. Yeah, the left, the progs are the ones that call, that. the progs are the ones that call the names. We don't. Oh, I, I call people funny names on the show all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if somebody does something really stupid in front of me, I comment on it. Uh, I have no problem with that. I, I, I like honesty. I, I don't like dishonesty. Uh, anyway, especially since my only ideology is honesty and truth, so I don't know how I could have a problem with that. All right, um, so they're saying it isn't terrorism. I don't know. I, any innocent people getting hurt yet? Uh, any sectarianship? Well, it seems ICE, when it, when the they blew up the innocent protesters because they're supposed to be protesters. Uh, they blew them up. That was an act of terrorism. That was t intentionally targeting innocent civilians. As long as they hadn't hurt anybody, I don't know this story. I don't know why we can't know more about what's going on over there. They, they're not reporting on most of what's going on. So it's kind of hard to have an opinion on anything over there. Who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? Do you know? You think you know. But who gave you the scorecard? Tell you, it's best to think. First of all, there's more than three uh, sects of Islam, and all of them think the other one is are infidels for not believing their ancestor was the bloodline of the Prophet Muhammad. Boy, calling him a prophet is just derogatory to every real prophet in the Bible. <clears throat> so back to uh, blowing him up. Let's say that's what, that's what Muzzies are good at, isn't it? Blowing him up. He added, however, that if the unrest escalates, his forces may be forced to intervene to protect the legitimacy of the government. Al-Abadi issued a statement saying, the situation in Baghdad is under the control of the security forces, but also called on protesters 
to demonstrate peacefully without endangering the property of state institutions. Al-Abadi had been set to appear before Parliament Saturday morning to seek the body's approval for the remainder of his cabinet reshuffle. But the session was postponed until next week. The last time Al-Abadi appeared before Parliament earlier this month, lawmakers hurled insults and called his leadership illegitimate. No, the she put ice cube in my water glass. That, that's not a nice, that's not a like nice rocks glass of whiskey or anything. It's just, it's just water. I don't know what it sounds like it though, don't. Albadi had been uh, <clears throat> set to appear, but didn't happen. Session was postponed until next week, and the UN mission to Iraq said it was gravely concerned. It issued a statement condemning violence against elected officials and urging calm restraint and respect for Iraq's constitutional institutions at this crucial juncture. A broad-based protest movement last summer mobilized millions and pressed Al-Badi to submit a series of austerity proposals. How? What's their definition of austerity? Because the Europeans' definition is a really is a real joke. Uh, a political progress stalled. Al Alsada's movement gradually came to monopolize the protests. Al Albadi said he presented a second proposal. Earlier this month, to reduce the size of the cabinet and replace political appointees with independent technocrats. But opposition from the very political blocs, the proposal aimed to weaken, stalled his efforts. Al Sadr, an influential Shiite cleric whose supporters once battled U.S. forces across Baghdad and southern Iraq, is not a member of parliament. I may point out uh, he is buddy buddy with Iran. Iran is Shiite, if you didn't remember that. But his supporters make up the second largest parliamentary bloc, with 34 seats in the 328-member assembly, and controlled three ministries before the latest upheaval. Iraq is, meanwhile, struggling to maintain security in and around Baghdad, even as it has pushed ISIS militants back on a number of fronts elsewhere in the country. They, they don't like to use the ISIS anymore, I notice. Now it's just IS. That says is. It's kind of a silly thing. Uh, Islamic State. But don't worry. Abominus has assured us that they're not Muslims. Earlier on Saturday, a bombing in a market filled with Shiite civilians in Baghdad killed at least 21 people and wounded at least 42 others, according to police and hospital officials who spoke on condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to brief supporters. Islamic State claimed the attack, saying it used a three-ton truck bomb. The extremist group regularly carries out attacks targeting the security forces and the country's Shiite majority.
Now, so that should tell you that Islamic State is Sunni, right? Anyway, uh, the Shiites are dead set against the Sunnis getting a caliphate, so that's what's that's what's really stopping ISIS. It it isn't us. <laughs> it's it's the people on on the ground, the actual Muslims. Again, Shiite Muslims fight Sunni Muslims, so they they have a different agenda. The Shiite cleric Al Sadr he wants his him or if there's someone higher than him, I don't know, but him or the higher monkey up to be the the leader of the new caliphate only. They don't call it a caliphate. They call it something else. What It means the same darn thing. We've been fighting these people since the country began. Now, before you get all teary-eyed about the Muslims, we've been fighting them since the country existed. I know, but like you said again, why can't we find out any news about this? We spent how much money to liberate these because people? Because the administration doesn't want you to get the news from this. He doesn't want you to know what's going on over there. They don't want you to know what's going on in Europe. The only way to know what's going on in Europe is to is to be here. If you're in Europe, you got to come to our news. Well, I won't say news agent. Maybe, maybe our websites, uh, but, you know, so some... Uh, non-biased sites but, but you that, can come over here and you can get that because they don't have any problem about talking about what's going on over there uh unless they've got the hush hush you know sometimes the hush hush goes out from france like the buddies of france hush hush blackout and you won't hear anything again and you didn't those it never stopped in france this has been ongoing this isn't like it's been peace and tranquility ever since the last day we reported on it no it's still going on. Nobody's reporting on it. In fact, there is a blackout in the European Union, which is why they're coming over here to try and get news from us. And there's a blackout over here. That's why we're going over there to get the news from them. You see? Upside down, backwards world. I told you they would hear, Rue. Oh, wait. He's in full voice today, too. I don't know. Is it just you? Or he seems to be improving. He was looking pretty bad there for a while. <laughs> He's definitely ornery. Uh, this other thing about what you're saying, that just goes to show how horrible our news outlets are. It's what I tried to explain to a friend of mine who thinks CNN News is the best news on the planet. Uh, the Communist News Network is nowhere to get your news. None of them are. I mean, that's one step up from MSLSD and now Fox. I don't know what happened to FNC. I, I, I don't watch them. Uh, we haven't watched them in years. I have no idea what's happened to them over there. But the little bits that leak out are like, you got to be kidding me. Really, Megyn Kelly? Uh, I'll just save. I'll just do that to that Megyn Kelly because you know the other one is Melissa Harris Perry for NBC's uh, MSLSD. So now, so Fox has Megyn Kelly. You see, do wackadoo supposed news anchors. Uh, sorry if you're a fan of Megyn Kelly. I am not a fan of Megyn Kelly. I'm not a fan of and anybody on Fox News at all. Really, I'm not a fan. Fox Business News. Yeah, I like Stossel. Yeah, and Fox. I like Payne. I like the big black guy Payne. He does. He does, he mixes politics in with investing. I think his name is Charles. He, Charles Payne. He's made it. He's made it interesting for me to watch him talk about stupid stuff like stock prices, which I have no interest in. I can tolerate Kennedy. She's goofy. <laughs> I don't know who Kennedy is. Kennedy. She's the millennial chick. 
I doubt I can tell, tolerate you've her. You've talked about you've She talked. probably goes on about uh, the poor illegal aliens no, should no, have the no. right to come here and work. She's oh, a libertarian, no. right? No, she's she's against a lot of the stuff the Libertarian Party, absolutely. Well, that's good. I mean, she has a brain. The rest of them are like, even the guy, head of Reason Magazine is a Kool-Aid drinker. You're like, you're going to be kidding me. Yeah, you he, have no idea what the Constitution... Just because it's popular to say that the president can't go to war until Congress declares war is doesn't make it true. It's false. Yeah, he's going to the atheist rally. He's going and to open atheist. borders? No country can stand without borders, language, and culture. We've lost the culture. We're losing the language. We've got no borders. And these idiots want to erase them all together. And they want me to consider them a legitimate political party when their goal is to get rid of the United States of America? The Libertarian Party is now in cahoots with the progressive movement. Congratulations. Oh, I'm sorry. There goes all my young people running away, turning in aisle. Oh! No, it can't be. No, it can't be. Oh, but it is. You're following stupidness. The people are idiots. They're not. They don't have your best interest at heart. They think they may think they do, but when you buy stupidity about the Constitution, which is something you can look up for free if you like, and learn what the Constitution really means, not have to wait for a Supreme Court decision. I forgot about that. That's right. Nothing's constitutional until the Supreme Court says it's constitutional. I, where was that, Susan? Which article was that in again? I made you read it at least twice. There's no article. <laughs> I don't remember any, but I'm getting old. Uh, <laughs> I may be forgetting things. Like, I, I don't know. I keep hearing this voice in my head that says, the Constitution guarantees a Republican form of government. Democrats can't be in the government. No, it, it, it's trying to show the stupidity of the general welfare clause and the way they abuse the commerce clause and the supremacy clause. They abuse all of them. That doesn't mean what they say it means. And anybody can learn what it really if they really want to. Or you could just run around repeating what other people say to you like a parrot all the time because there's a whole lot of echo chamber going on in the left and the right out there. I mean... The, the right's getting bad. The conservatives are like... I mean, they're losing it. They're just repeating a bunch <laughs> of nonsense over and over again that isn't true. Everybody, you know, if you care about your reputation, you'll at least look it up before putting your foot in your mouth. Or if you do put your foot in your mouth and someone's nice enough to take it out, maybe you want to listen to them. Anyway, and there's a whole lot of that going on. And I'll say it again. Uh, I can cut the mustard and tell who knows the Constitution up with one question. Can the can the commander in chief use the military anytime he wants without congressional the Congress declaring war? Yes or no? Nope. Yes or no? There are no explanations. It's yes or no. What is it, Susan? Yes. Of course he can. <laughs> of course he can. He's always the commander in chief, and they talked about it at the Constitutional Convention. They debated it. They told they did. You could see what they voted on, why they decided what they decided, and they basically said, "We, you know, sometimes things have to happen in real time. Things happen fast, and, the, and decisions need to be made. We can't be sitting around while seventy people bicker and argue over it." Yeah, there was only like seventy people. I'm just throwing a number out there. It was really low though. <laughs> Uh, might be less than that. But I'm just saying, they they understood that 
you know, we'll just be constantly debating stuff and then the Army will be sitting there doing nothing. Or in this case, the Navy. Uh, so, no, they did not want that. However, the, the power of the purse and impeachment is placed soundly within the Congress's hands. That's their power over the executive. That's it. They don't get to do anything else. That's it. I mean, they could jump up and down and scream and they can light their heads on fire. <clears throat> but it doesn't mean anything. Well, and that was before you get into this because we're all coming up on a soft break. That was one of the um, articles I was reading for the Women of the Revolution show. How we, they were talking about the Postal Service and what Congress could do for, you know, Congress has to do with the Postal Service and Post Roads. And at the end of the article, it literally said, with the supervision of the executive branch. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. The executive branch does not supervise anything that the legislators do. That's, a, that's a incorrect. He, he's, that is the executive job, is to enfor faithfully enforce the laws of the land. It's right in the oath. That's not what this article said. The article said that the Congress could do nothing with the Postal Service unless the, uh, without the supervision of the president. No, there's no such thing in the Constitution. That's exactly what it said you can, in the article. <laughs> you're supposed to get out the Constitution and read from that section. About what? Post, post office? Yeah, post office. I will do that. And postal roads. And then <clears throat> we need to look up the definition of what really is a postal road. It's not what you think it is. It is not... A road that other people ride on, the horsey cap carriages are now the horseless carriages. Uh, no, because they're not, they were not empowered to actually do anything with infrastructure at all. Nothing. The whole public works idea, that was old. <laughs> Madison put the veto on that just as he was walking out the door. He said, it sounds like a, it sounds like a lofty ideal, but you're going to have to go back and change the Constitution veto. With that, we're going to go to a short break. Second Corporate Radio Show, you stay tuned, calls. We'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Oh, horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats? They or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813-800-215-6813-800-215-6813-800-215-6813. This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. 
We are experiencing technical difficulties. If you are on the phone, please stay on the phone. If you are listening, please continue listening. Brian will be right back. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-862-0336. That's 800-862-0336. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. If you are successful at what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45, non-tobacco user, could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policy of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. The Quabbit Radio, half of hour one. And we're moving along from the fuzzy muzzies. But we didn't finish, did we? Yeah, we did. I didn't talk about the three ton truck bomb. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It said earlier on Saturday, a bombing in a market filled with Shiite civilians in Baghdad killed at least 21 people. And wounded at least 42 others, according to police and hospital officials who spoke on condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to brief reporters. Then why don't you shut up? I asked, I just don't understand these people. It's like, everybody's anonymous. If you're not going to come forward, then shut up. How are we going to prove it? I asked, claimed the attack, saying it used a three-ton truck bomb. The extremist group regularly carries out attacks targeting the security forces and the country's Shiite majority. Did you know that was happening regularly? Nope. Not I, it seemed at pretty, all. Pretty like not happening until it just happened, right? I didn't hear anything about it. You heard anything about nope. it? Nope. I didn't hear anything. 
Maybe if you watch those alphabets you hear about it. I don't bet I bet not. No, it's just Trump and Cruz, Trump and Cruz, Trump and Cruz, 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 Trump and Cruz, Hillary. And every once in a while, Hitler, Rotten Clinton. And Bernie. Yeah, unfortunate choice of campaign slogans. <laughs> Bernie Sanders, feel the burn. Uh, that's not right. <laughs> well, couldn't happen to a nicer socialist. All right, the ups and downs for the week. From CNSnews.com. A coalition of legislators and civil rights groups say the National Park Service needs to focus on increasing inclusion on public lands, including possibly changing the threatening uniforms of park rangers. Their uniforms threatening? Did they change uniforms? No. They don't seem threatening to me. Because you're not. You're white. Heterosexual male. Oh, and I carry a gun, too. They're threatening. So the fact that they have a gun doesn't frighten me. See? See how that works? So you, too, could not be frightened. Buy a gun. Learn how to use it. Practice regularly. Till you are the firearm of one. <laughs> anyway, it's like uh, threatening uniforms of park rangers. They're green uniform. The light green uniform. The ugly color green uniforms. It used to be the same color of their vehicles. What scares me is they changed their vehicles from that ugly color. It, it's a it's a special color just for the federal forest service. If you don't know that. Uh, that ugly green. Notice they went white. Everything's going white. Why is everything going white? Well, the UN started. All their stuff is white. Next thing I know, Humvees. I'm getting pictures sent to me from people around the country. Humvees and other equipment, white. Traveling around in flatbed semis. Why white? What happened to that camouflage? Oh, that is the camouflage. Everybody sees white and thinks good, right? White is good. Black is evil. White is good. Now see, now that you, you black people should get pissed off about because they're trying to put forth a, a certain kind of visual that means black is evil and white is good. Just like the old cowboy movies. They said they have to go. The white guy in the white hat always wins. <laughs> they're going after old cowboy westerns. Really? They have obviously run out of things to do. Our courts are obviously bored, too. I said, Judge, do you have any idea? All these cases, I just start laughing, and I go, you got, you know, it, it, it tickles me how people throw their money away to file a case that has no bearing at all. Uh, you, have no, you have no position to be. There's nothing here for you to file on. Get out of my courtroom. Sort of like, you know, I'm going to sue a gun manufacturer because their product worked. That's, that's their whole argument. It worked. It kills people. That's its job. It's a tool. That's what it does. Sometimes it intimidates. But its job is to kill. But only if you do it. Because it's an inanimate object. I don't know if anybody knew that. There's no artificial intelligence firearms yet. But it seems we're going down that route with the anti-gun crowd with the smart guns. Which, by the way, are don't work and they're not going to work for a long time but the recoil forget about it. electronics then there's the drop test and the beat someone over the head with it test and that's all you're going to be able to do with it that's what i'm saying you got to test to see how it works when you beat someone over the head because 
You're going to pull the trigger. Things are going to shoot once. It's just, then it's a club. Anyway, uh, all I, I just say all this stuff is amazingly stupid. Uh, I say let firearms industry goes in the direction the firearms and the customers want, and uh, that'll be great. And here's an idea. If you're afraid of guns, get one yourself, and then you won't be. You'll learn to love going to the range. It's so much fun. Or if you live in the country, like me, plinking. Plinking on beer cans is always fun. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm a little scared of the vehicle changes more than I am the uniform changes. But now this might scare me because are they going to go from what they were wearing before, green uniform, ugly, puke green uniform, or are they going to don a UN uniform? That's that's what I want to know. I don't care what the patch says. I want to know what it looks like. Those patches are Velcroed on. They can be changed in a, in a second. Uh, okay, so what we are calling it for is drastic, very scary change. Mate Arse of the Hispanic Access Foundation said at a press conference Thursday. I'm sorry, that's the way his name is spelled, Arse. It's not my fault he might be an arse. One example I can give you is that the Latino community, especially among the border states, but even nationwide, just the simple color of the uniform that rangers wear. Oh, it looks similar to the Border Patrol uniform. No, 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 the Border Patrol uniforms are not the same color. And uh, they're just, I can imagine how they're confused because I know maybe they've only seen three colors in their life. I have no idea. But good, I want them to be scared. Be very scared because in my world, uh, they are authorized to shoot fleeing illegal aliens. Sorry, once you illegally enter my country, your backside's mine. They they want to come in, Susan. <laughs> they're knocking on the door again. I'm not kidding. I think she, they think they're kidding. I'm not kidding. They're knocking. They on the don't door. know who they're talking about. My chickens. <laughs> the, the hens are knocking at the door. Rule never dies. He just stands out there and stares through the window at me. <laughs> so it's such a shame that it's such a shame that we're twenty trillion dollars in debt and we're going to have to pay for new uniforms so that the illegal aliens feel less threatened by border patrol. I know. Let's put them in white lab coats. Let's take their guns and weapons away from them too. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of left-wing lunatics out there that just cheer that notion right on. Because they're stupid. They're doofusai. That's why they follow a failed ideology instead of reality. Conservatism is reality. It is the rule of law, not the rule of man. In other words, elections don't have consequences. So, arse. He's a real arse. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's such a shame that such simple as the uniform and its similarity to the Border Patrol uniform in the coloring could be very threatening to certain segments of the Latino population. So, a discussion about that is going to be really tough. Arse later added. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I don't think police officers should be able to wear black anymore. 
I, I'm too intimidated by that. And besides, it's very racist because we see those things coming through the door as negative. So it's very racist. So all SWAT teams must now wear pink. Yeah, pink. Pink everything. Pink guns, pink uniform, pink helmets, pink. I wonder how long, I wonder how many tough guys would uh, join SWAT then, huh? Because I'm all forget. I'm all for cutting the jocks off at the past. You know, the ones that didn't learn their lesson in high school and continue on with a badge and a gun. Rue agrees. You'd be crazy not to agree to that. That is not all law enforcement. That is not painting with a broad brush. That was pre- pretty specific of me, of what I have a problem with. Anyway, Arse has joined a coalition of civil rights Arse groups and Arse lawmakers asking Arse presidencies of Barack Obama's to issue an executive order emphasizing the need for the Department of Interior and the U.S. Department of Agriculture to adopt guiding priorities for a more inclusive approach to national parks. What what president before this idiot would even entertain the notion of meeting with this doofus? Well, the thing is also... Look at how easily everyone is accepting Caesar being king and ruling by fiat. Sorry, you, he can't, with anything in the executive branch, he can't, even though it's all constitutional, blah, blah, blah. blah unconstitutional. Uh, unconstitutional branches and blah, blah, blah. Uh, there's a billion of them. I don't, I don't, they're just all unconstitutional anyway. But even so, the Border Patrol can be seen as doing their job because they're supposed to stop us from being invaded. As far as uh, them being the only ones that have control of the border, that's nonsense. Uh, they should, they, they're not even, technically, let me, t- let me tell you if we lived in the Constitutional Republic, how it has supposed to work. Okay? Yeah, I said supposed to, not is. It's supposed to work this way. Immigration laws are passed by states. They decide who to give visas to, to come into their state, of which they are illegal alien of that state and are not permitted to live leave said state without permission of the incoming state now all the states had to have rules for making their citizens i mean making their immigrants citizens right to turn the legal aliens into citizens they all had different rules and it was, and this was an afterthought in the convention. At the very end of the convention, I think it was Colonel Mason who stood up and and said that uh, we need to have uniform rules of naturalization for the states to follow, so that one person's rules for citizenship is isn't less than everybody else's rules for citizenship. In other words, they wanted they wanted the, to be homogenized, so that to be a citizen here you had to jump all these hurdles, but to be a citizen over here, you, I don't know, you could just spit water, whatever the rules are. Uh, so they want a uniform rule. So that's the only f- job that the federal government has when it comes to immigration. Uniform rules of naturalization. What is naturalization? Look it up. It is It is making an immigrant a citizen. That's naturalization. You have to be naturalized when you come here as an immigrant to become a citizen. And there used to be lots of hoops you had to go through. You used to have to come here with a sponsor. If you didn't have a sponsor, you couldn't come at all. And then the sponsor is responsible for you. And you had to go to night school to learn English and all about U.S. history so you could and civics so you could pass the citizen test, ship test, to enter into the country. See, now Ominous just says, eh, door's open. Come on in. What a difference in approaches, huh? And why would anybody want to do that? 
because the same reason Tommy the Commie Woodrow Wilson said that we need to flood America with poor immigrants that don't understand individual, uh, uh, rugged individual, you know, whatever the say, saying is. Rugged individualism. individualism. Yes. Well, that's not how, that's not what he said, though, but you, know, you can say it that way. Uh, anyway, he, so he saw that doing that would make it easier for the progressives to change the country into what they want, which is an elitist socialist country. Uh, it's just a fact. So now you've been seeing what's had happened since 1913, and, and he's come out with that statement. And uh, look how they're flooding us with immigrants, and look at how many immigrants they keep, legal or otherwise, uh, don't understand how to properly vote, don't understand U.S. history, don't even appreciate U.S. history. And now just a bunch of people, just illegal aliens everywhere. And if you got a nice neighborhood, don't worry. Caesar is not going to forget about you. He's going to put trash in your neighborhood, poor trash in your neighborhood, because that's what he said he's going to do. He's going to do it through HUD housing. They bully the local governments all the time. We have HUD housing here, for goodness sakes. So again, you don't want the federal government to be in charge of you. Get out of HUD housing. Hey, living, you're living on the taxpayer dollar, you really don't have anything to complain about now, do you? Anyway, um, R said, R says joined a coalition of rights groups and lawmakers and the executive order. Among the coalition's policy suggestions are SS. The cultural implications of existing agency uniforms. The minute we do this, my, I, I have lost all hope for Americans anywhere. We're going to really give a rat's ass what the criminal thinks of the uniform of the enforcement branch. And the families have said in the communities, or the Latino communities, uh, you know, they're not as bad as Muzzies, but they are doing the same thing, staying to themselves in a whole different culture, speak a whole different language, with their own set of rules, uh, with cops not being in control. They're not in control of the ghettos. No, no drug cart. The drug people are. The little drug gangs that carve out their territories. They're in charge of everything. Police are in charge of nothing. As you've seen, once, they, once someone told them, you need to go kill police officers, what'd they do? They went and killed police officers like it was nothing. Then tell me how they're afraid of cops. They're afraid of what was going to happen to them. And now they know they think nothing's going to happen to them because Al Sharpton told them to do it. Which, by the way, why isn't that man behind bars already? He should have been behind bars a long time ago. I have had it with him. I had it with him back in the 80s. I've had it with him. Man is an idiot. He's someone who stands on the shoulders of his people and benefits from it. And even though he has all this money, all this influence, he still has to be a criminal. Do you kind of see where I'm coming from here? Sometimes you can take him out of the ghetto, but you can't get the ghetto out of the man, you know? I will admit, it, it, it's tough, but once you claw your way out of there, you should really stay out of there. But I, I know the only way he did it was to do the fake reverend thing and, and get involved with hating the white man, get everyone ginned up, hating the white man, hating the white man. I know because I used to listen to him, hating the white man, I was bullhorn everywhere, I hate the white man. 
I was like, man, people aren't people bored yet? <laughs> I actually threw a D-cell battery out the window at him as I was going by lights and sirens. I was so pissed off. If I wasn't going lights and sirens, I would have stopped and had something to say. I have my own PA in my ambulance, and I don't have loudness restriction. <laughs> I, I should have done that. Uh, not really, I should think about that. Review names of sites throughout system for cultural bias. Some may require comprehensive name changes to reflect a broader and more inclusive history. History is past. You can't change history. Unless someone invented the time machine uh, last time I checked. No. But this is what they're doing. They're making sure that they erase our past because if we keep looking back in history, we'll find out who we really are. They're behaving more and more like Muslims, if you ask me, because that's exactly what Islam does. They wipe away civilization everywhere they go because they don't want anybody to know that that civilization that they took over was better than that which is under Islam. And it is in every case. They come in, they destroy everything. You know, they're the ones responsible for burning down the library in Alexandria. Yeah, you bring it up all the time, and they're doing more now, and no one's reporting on it. Then they, they're doing it again. And, and no one's saying what they're again, destroying. Again, they're trying to wipe out all knowledge, art, now everything it, nothing exists but the quran to these people that's it and as far as they're concerned that's all you need so that's why people in afghanistan lived like people in afghanistan when we got there it wasn't because well they never had any infrastructure because you could plainly see they did but it was all torn down destroyed dilapidated uh there was no sewage the filth running in the streets uh, that's causing death from dysentery, of course, because they're living like they're back in the seventh um, century. Hey, where's NASA's list of all the the libraries and art and statues that ISIS has destroyed? Uh, where's our list? I don't know. We didn't get the list of the. Well, we did get the list of the benefits of Islam over the centuries. Zero. That's why they had nothing to say. There was nothing to find. Where's the destruction list? Oh, that's too long to list. I mean, it's going on as we speak. It's gone on since since the seventh century. But this new wave, they go, they went back in, and they're doing it again. They do it wherever they go, and they will do it forever, until there is no more. That's it. There's nothing else you need to know. They will not change, not ever. They have no interest in it. They think you are the infidel, the devil, the whatever we're just the enemy okay they need to be able to kill us at will that's all they care about they don't care about anything else what about the ones who come here they get a job they raise a family but they blend in they do that they've done that since the seventh century that's their game plan and then when they get more of them look at europe what happens once they feel like they can they have enough numbers to get away with stuff what happens they start they start defying the law now don't they and any cultural norms of the society of which they were brought into to, to their protection. It's the very first story in the Quran. That's exactly how they infiltrate cities and culture. They they cry victim card and beg their protection, and they bring them in, and they protect them, and then they keep to themselves, they keep to their religion, they keep to their ways, they... They make their own Sharia, they grow in numbers, and they keep doing that until one day they feel confident enough and brave enough to make a move, and then they do, and it's always violence. And you can, you, 
just the way it is. And if you think all these so-called moderate Muslims in America aren't going to be right there with them, you're nuts. Unless they're of a different sect now, maybe. Because, you know, it seems like IS isn't putting up with any other, anything else but you know, Sunni. So. so they might get killed by their own people and save us the trouble. Anyway, I'm just telling you, this is how it's worked in our history. This is the way it's going to play out again. If we let it, it's already playing out in Europe, as you should have been able to see. <clears throat> if the news agencies and the alphabets that you watch every night did their job, but they're not doing their job because they don't want you to know what awaits you here in America. They are going to bring in those same refugees. They have flooded us with a whole bunch of South American criminals and diseased people, and now it's Muslims. And they will keep doing this until the system breaks, because that's the point. Nobody is stupid here. The people that have been doing this with Obama, he's not in charge. They're not idiots. They've had this plan worked on for a long time. I know, because I know of it. So they actually think that they're going to be insulated from when all the chaos and crap hits the fan? They, they always, really do? They always do. Even though he, he progs. See, this is the point. You can't point to history. History begins when they wake up in the morning. That's what my old friend Loki used to say, and it has, he had a point. It, it, this is just plain history right here to the Arab so-called spring that we called winter. The Arab's winter over there. That, that's what was supposed to happen over there. It was supposed to be the socialists that ended up in power, not the fuzzy muzzies. But see, the fuzzy muzzies are always more dangerous than the other groups. And they always make it a point, and they're vicious. So you can't top that, man. You can't hesitate with a second because they won't. And look what happens to them. They, they end up in charge every time. The, the people you think going to get in are not going to get in there. But you can't point to history because they just don't accept the fact that their plan, their ideology will work. Even though it didn't work here, and didn't work there, and didn't work here, and always an excuse why it didn't work, and it didn't work throughout history, but it's going to work now, because we're different now, and the country is a different country, and we, we can do it now. No, we can't do it now, because the, fail, the one thing people on the left will never understand is that nonsense has already been done over and over again and failed every time. But you can't tell them that, because the Kool-Aid drinkers, they're idiots that doofusai. I guess you're right. You do name call. <laughs> I do, but but it's I, I call a spade a spade. I give them an appropriate name, or sometimes I I'm so mad at them I give them funny names like Fuzzy Buzzy. So it's like cute. That's so so mean. But yeah, I don't go around because I'm losing a debate. Start screaming epithets at people or they typing do. them at they them. They do though. Do. Oh, they the, do. The progs. Oh do. no, every every real conservative on Twitter already knows that. We talk. We laugh at it all the time. And she goes, you know how you know you win an argument with a with a prog, right? You know how you know? You start screaming epithets at you, call you all kinds of names and curse words, just go nuts. Happens every time. The minute they realize that they can't, that you're making sense and they're not, they lose their minds. They they kind of have a mild breakdown. Uh, it's kind of fun to watch happen. You go, I go really tell me tell me more about how you feel. Okay, type some more, please. <laughs> talk about something on the other side of break. Shed Quaffin Radio Show. Stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. Oh, the Federal Reserve. 
reserve isn't federal at all. It isn't even close to being constitutional. It's fraudulently shoved this country up against the wall. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. Would you like to know the reasons why your taxes are so high? Would you like to know what fuels inflation every time you buy? Would you like to know who takes the biggest slice out of your pie? It's the Federal Reserve, and I'm here to tell you why. It's not that complicated to explain in layman terms. When something's really rotten, it is sure to crawl with worms. And that something really rotten happened in this nation's past. It's been feeding on our prosperity until now we're sinking fast. Whoa, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. It isn't even close to being constitutional. It's fraudulently shoved this country up against the wall. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. How would you like to print up money on your very own private press? And loan it out to all your friends at staggering high interest. That it wouldn't take too long until you own the whole neighborhood. Well, that's what the Fed's been doing since our Congress said they could. Now our Congress shirked their duty back in December 1913. That's when the value of our money changed from gold to inky green. And when they shrugged the Constitution off, they damned this nation's fate. It was a blatant violation of Article One and Section Eight. Whoa, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. It isn't even close to being constitutional. It's fraudulently shoved this country up against the wall. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. You got the FBI. The FCC, the Federal Trade Commission agency, and they all have one thing in common: that is, they're federal. But here's one thing: if you haven't guessed, there ain't a thing federal about the Federal Express, and the only thing federal about the Reserve is that it's criminal. Now, if I was to tell you that we're under martial law, and there ain't no sense in waiting for the final axe to fall, and that the money that we're spending's really military script, would you say that I've gone crazy? Would you think that I've been hipped? Whoa, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. It isn't even close to being constitutional. It's fraudulently shoved this country up against the wall. Oh, the Federal Reserve isn't federal at all. No, the Federal Reserve isn't federal. It's just criminal at all. Let's just dump it. Time. I'm pretty sure what's killing the crops is this Brando stuff. The Brando's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. So wait a minute. What you're saying is that you want us to put water on the crops? Yes. Water, like out the toilet? Well, I mean, it doesn't have to be out of the toilet, but but yeah, that's the idea. But Brando's got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. Okay, look. 
the plants aren't growing. So I'm pretty sure that the Brando's not working. Now, I'm no botanist, but I do know that if you put water on plants, they grow. Well, I've never seen no plants grow out of no toilet. Hey, that's good. You sure you ain't the smartest guy in the world? Yeah. <laughs> okay, look, you want to solve this problem. I want to get my pardon, so why don't we just try it, okay? And not worry about what plants crave. Brando's got what plants crave. Yeah, it's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they use to make Brondo. Yeah, but why do they use them to make Brondo? Because Brondo's got electrolytes. She'll be alright For a while For a while She can smile until Barack comes back and she goes on the attack and it doesn't work. Oh, hell! You know I taught her well. You couldn't tell that she fakes crying over. Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 2, 2, Cow. There, that should have satisfied everybody. It's, I'm not kidding, it's Hour 2. <laughs> Alright, <clears throat> moving along from the inclusive history. Uh, up from the ass Oceated Press, an 11-year-old Alabama boy says he opened fire with a gun and wounded a man suspected of breaking into his home. I always like they always put suspected of. Don't you know when you're inside the house, if someone comes in, they're breaking into your house? Teams, that's that's just theoretical. That's just the way reporters report it, Brian. Yeah, not when it's people they don't like. That's what I'm pointing out. They obviously don't like 11-year-old Alabama boys fighting, shooting at people. So suspected of breaking into the home. It, uh, yes, we got to give them innocent until proven guilty. I I think the story would have to be a real dinger for just not me right now to say, I think I got the whole story. You broke into somebody's home and an 11-year-old boy opened fire at you. Chris Gaither tells WVTM-TV he was home alone in Talladega on Wednesday when he heard a noise and realized someone else was inside. The boy says he grabbed a 9mm handgun and an armed male intruder threatened to kill him. Gaither says he followed the man outside and started shooting as the intruder fled with a clothes hamper. Why in God's name would you flee with a clothes hamper? Maybe he was trying to use it as a shield. Uh, not the kid not was... very good shield. <laughs> yeah, but well, first of all, I should have made this an up-down. Because what is an 11-year-old boy doing home alone? 
Uh, I don't know if he's home alone or not, but it's... It just said he was home alone. But it's Tennessee and... Uh, no, it's Alabama. Oh, sorry, Alabama. It's even worse. Uh, no, they they different culture there, totally. And he, he could be alone because he knew how to do that. That's why he could be home alone. Because he knew to do that, see? They're raised differently in the South and in especially places like Alabama. Yeah, he in the was woods, home alone yeah. in Talladega. And so what was the problem? You're you're upset that uh, the intruder met up with an armed 11-year-old boy? I don't understand your problem. No, I just didn't like the Why fact is he that home alone? Because, <laughs> God forbid, someone could break in and kill him. No, it's, it, it appears not. Well, it appears they can't do that. And I'm surprised that they even allowed to have this reported because aren't all these new laws coming out that have child-proof locks and yeah, you don't, blah, blah, blah? How would he even get a hold of the gun? And They oh my look God. at this from a different point of view than you do, Susan. Well, they will. That's almost, no, oh, actually, it's kind of your first reaction to it. What was the 11-year boy doing alone at home? That's what they thought, too. See, that's why you can't have guns, because otherwise 11-year-old boy's alone, alone with guns. Forget the story that the kid shot the bad guy. That's not the spin you're going to get off of it. That's what I'm saying. The spin this is going to be is, see, there's no way an 11-year-old boy should have access to a handgun. We need to make laws that have to be locked up in safes, unarmed, with with the barrel in another safe. <laughs> and then on and on it goes. Magazine and another one. I can just see people running around the house trying to open their safes. Like, I would never follow those cockamamie laws. All right. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. My favorite part. The male intruder threatened to kill him. So, all you anti-gun freaks out there, if it was up to you, the, the little boy, the 11-year-old boy would be dead. Thanks to your... Wonderful gun control. And by the way, gun control laws have killed many a citizen across the country. Millions of citizens have died thanks to gun control laws. Gun control laws disarm the honest. That makes the honest people victims. Gaither says he wounded the man in the leg with his 12th and final shot. And the man started crying like a baby. Police haven't released any details on the case, but say they are investigating. Now, look at WT that. VTM reports the man was treated for his wounds at a hospital. I'm upset you didn't kill him. And uh, he at least shoots as good as cops, you can see. He, he at least one out of 12 rounds actually hit the target. That might even be a little better than many sh cop shootouts I've witnessed or uh, read about. Well, again. I've witnessed some, but that's another story. Again, there was no limit in the magazine. Well. Like they're doing with all the right. other states across the United no States. There was no 10-round limit. Right. I don't know if there's a 15-round limit. That's 12 rounds, so I don't know. It could be a 20-round limit. It could be 25. Limits are stupid. See, but Stop making me carry extra ammo clips. This story is a Prague's nightmare. It No, they see it the other way around. They won't even think. Their mind won't even go there. They won't realize how stupid they are repeating this. They don't, their mind doesn't work right. They only see through things through their ideological prism. That's what I keep saying. That's the difference between conservatives and left-wing liberal progressives, also commie fascist, hateist bastards. Conservatism is not an ideology. It's not a belief system. It is facts. 
It's history. Well, I'm saying it's their nightmare because the fact that in this city, in this state, this child was allowed to defend himself using as many bullets that was in his gun is their anathema well, to them. <laughs> you interrupted my point, so you must have known what I was going to say. Right? No? Okay. <laughs> uh, the 12th round. Anyway, <clears throat> I don't care how many rounds you have. You just end up carrying more magazines. And like I said, the left doesn't see it that way. They see it quite clearly as no 11-year-old should be able to get his hands on a handgun. And that's the that's the message they will, if, if this comes up, that's the message that they will put the spin on. That's what they'll say. And no matter what you say, it won't matter. And you'll just keep talking, talking, talking until, until ah! They blow up, screaming epithets. Uh, yeah, well, that's why they're, they're doofuses. They don't learn. <laughs> Treating for his wound. See, that's what I'm mad about. 12 rounds and you hit him once and he didn't even kill him. I'd have a talk with your father. You're not going to the range enough. <laughs> I mean, you're shooting as bad as police officers. That's not good. Oh, and anybody getting offended by that out there, don't even try. I've been at the range with many a police officer. How about you? I know how they shoot. And I also read the news stories of how many rounds they... They let off for one person. Hundreds of rounds. One person. Gotta be kidding me. Obviously, they need more range time. It's accepted? I don't accept this. This ain't a your police officer. You're not supposed to lob rounds down, down range willy-nilly. Hitting everything but your target. You wonder what gun control really is. It's hitting your target. That's gun control. And that's good common sense gun control. Not all this idiotic gun sense. Hashtag gun sense. Uh, let people on the left make no sense. Only they can think what they say about guns and the restrictions they should put on liberties. They think that's okay. They think they think being anti-big government, anti-welfare uh, state, does that make you intrinsically evil? Actually, those positions are intrinsically angelic. As, uh, well, uh, not Thomas Jefferson, but Ben Franklin said, after he came, he traveled the world and Europe and all over the place. He was a very traveled individual. He said he witnessed how governments deal with poverty. And uh, the ones that take care of them in their poverty and give them things for doing nothing, they stay poor for generations. And... The ones that they make their poverty difficult for them, they claw their way out of poverty towards success. That's from early 1800s, ladies and gentlemen. Words still ring true today. That's how you know it's truth. Down. Again from the Associated Press. A Confederate monument will be removed from a spot near the University of Louisville campus where it has stood since 1895. More idiotic lunacy uh, on the left, racist nonsense, that this is history. You don't, co you don't cover up history. You celebrate history. You learn from history, but you don't cover it up. 
you, you talk, if there's a problem about Confederacy versus the Union way back in 1865, well, let's go ahead and have that conversation. But don't talk about removing things that'll start the conversation, like wiping out any trace of God. Now, any trace of the Confederacy. Why? Because the Confederacy is something they're afraid of, because we have every right to secede from the Union if we so desire, as long as we know that fact. They don't want you to know that fact. Of course a state can do so if it chooses, and the people of the state choose. But, you know, there are consequences for things like that, political and, and uh, you know, trade-wise. Not a good thing. Better off taking the state back from the ground up and reasserting constitutional sovereignty and sticking with the constitutional republic. I know we have to repeal the 16th and 17th Amendments. I'm well aware. Possibly the 14th. But it makes no difference doing... It makes no difference what you do to the Constitution right now. They're going to do what they want to do anyway. That's why the whole notion of an Article 5 state convention is ridiculous. It is too late for that. Way gone far beyond that. You can put all the words you want in that Constitution, and they will violate it. Not to mention everything everybody has ever tried to amend the Constitution with broke the Constitution even further than the 16th and 17th Amendments. Oh, one day I guess I'll get... I'm not going to buy a copy of the Liberty Amendments. I'm not spending my money on that. I, my friend Loki did it, and I, I talked about it by what he read to me on his own radio show, his amendments. And each one was a bigger pile of crap than the next one. As a lawyer, he does not seem to have the mind for the job. And, by the way, it's not his fault. It's because everything he's trying to do is going to destroy the Constitution. It's already, it's not broken, broken. It's just, it's got a little hitch in it. Where we got that biggest one is the 17th Amendment. We have to give the states back their power. That would go a long way to restoring the Republic. However, I'm not for an Article 5 state of convention to do that. I'm at, let's get the government first, respecting the constitutional sovereignty of the states and the individuals, and then we can talk about stuff like that. Because that's what has to be done very, that has to be done first. We have to put it in its place. And only the state governments can do that. We the people have a real hard time doing it without them. Lots of bloodshed. Bloody revolution, which would be a civil war. And uh, nobody, nobody's, nobody in their right mind wants such a thing. I just I said nobody in their right mind. You don't if you if you're a listener and you think that's what you want, then you haven't been paying attention. They haven't read history. <laughs> yeah, but there's a regular listener, they haven't paid attention. The stone monument honoring Kentuckians who died for the Confederacy in Civil War will be moved to another location. It's some place where they want to see them. Oh my God, you can't have a statue of that. It's history. Again, like the Fuzzy Muzzies, they are trying to rewrite history. They try and rewrite it. They wipe it out. It's the only difference. Um, University President James Ramsey and Louisville Mayor Greg Fisher said during a surprise announcement Friday, the monument is capped with a statue of a Confederate soldier. Time for us to move this monument to a more appropriate place, Ramsey said while standing in front of the stone memorial. 
which sits next to the university's gleaming speed art museum that just completed a $60 million renovation. What the heck is speed art? Susan, what's speed art? I have no idea, but the only reason they're moving it is because... There's nothing worth $60 million, in my opinion. I'm going to have to borrow this from uh, Cam and company because those stupid little snowflakes can't tolerate anything. Because it's by a university, Brian. You can't... Oh, my safe space is being invaded! Yeah, well, you know, you used to go, you used to go places to learn how to be a man. Now you go to places to learn how to be a whining little prog. Governments and universities across the country have reevaluated displays of Confederate symbols. All the mini-me's, here we go. Confederate symbols following the racially motivated slayings last summer of nine black parishioners at the Emanuel AME Church in Charleston, South Carolina. Really? How about all the white people that have been killed by black people? Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Uh, since then, huh? How about all the white people? Then all the black people are killing them. What about them? White lives matter, you know? And if we really had an attitude, we we could really show you how much white lives matter. I have no I have no biz, I have no tolerance anymore for race baiters. Can't stand them. The life is all about race. Everything's about race. It's not. It's all about control, power, and money. That's what it's all about. And we're all being used and laughing at us behind their back because we're helping them achieve their goals. The tall obelisk-style monument will be disassembled and cleaned while it is in storage awaiting a new location, which has not been determined. It was given to the city by the Kentucky Women's Monument Association. Oh my God, aren't the women aren't the women going to fit disenfranchised? You can't take a woman's monument away. <laughs> and why is it being cleaned? They don't even appreciate a good patina on brass. Oh, man. They, they clean it off, make it shiny again. Doesn't look, it looks good when it's all got the green patina on it. Of course, they're idiots, so they don't know any better. Rick Jones, a professor of Pan-African Studies. There you go. What's the study? Africa sucks. There's, there you go. You got an A. Have a nice day. That's it. If I was teaching Pan-African Studies, that'd be it. Africa sucks. There's nothing else to say. <laughs> no, Brian, don't you know that that's where all civilization started? All the greatness that is in the world. I know. I heard that out of Sharpton's mouth. He lies just when he sleeps. Uh, I mean, that's anthropologically impossible. That's what's so funny about it. He says this idiotic stuff. And I he might believe that nonsense. I, I don't know. He's he's definitely screwed up in the head. I don't know why anybody lets him anywhere near anything. I wouldn't trust him to I wouldn't trust him any let's put it this way, I wouldn't trust him with my dog. So any Ricky Jones, Ricky Jones, a professor of Pan African Studies at the university, said he's been pushing for the removal of the statue since he arrived at the university in the late nineteen nineties. Hence the problem. Progs, wherever they go, want to rewrite history, want to change things, want to you know notice the only things they're real happy about is modern art. No statues of any human form, just modern art. Just like the Communist Manifesto calls for. The removal of all art that reminds you of individuals and people and put up 
blobs that have no real shape or form in the real world. That's that's where modern art comes from. Congratulations, you fell you fell for that. You really you really you bought the two thousand dollar painting with the white dot in the middle of it? That's the painting? You Black know, background, I, white dot, right? How much you pay for that? And your friend was over, and I don't know if he was... Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I could paint that myself. Our friend Jesse, our neighbor, he was over the other day, and he is an artist. I mean, he'll sit at the table and when he's talking to you and take a pencil and a paper, and all of a sudden, this piece of scrap paper turns into this gorgeous piece of art. I mean, he's very, very talented. Very he talented. He had a lot of time on his hands. But... He, I don't understand why he said he was over the other day. He can appreciate some of the modern art. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Not oh, no, 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 no. no, 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 no I got no. one rule. If you have to explain <laughs> art, it's not art. It's junk. That's right. Art is it, it's the appreciation of art itself by the individual. Not someone, no, 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 you're wrong. That's what this painting means. No, no, that's what this painting means. No, no, it doesn't mean a damn thing. That's the problem. Well, you know, and that goes with a lot of the classical arts, too, because I had, a, had to take this stupid course. I didn't have, well, I had to take all these stupid courses to get my degree, right? Which is retarded. Um, liberal, liberal arts. Liberal arts. So I took this art course that took art and put it with classical music. And I'm did the, sorry. And did the correlation between the artwork and I the classical music. I would never have chose that. <laughs> I would never have chosen that. And by the way, somebody explained to me if I'm paying for my education, how it is they can mandate what classes I take that have nothing to do with a curriculum. They didn't mandate. They gave you a choice. Oh, they mandate. You have to have so many hours <laughs> of did. liberal I arts. Did. And you could choose within the liberal arts, within the nonsense that spends your money and wastes your time. You could do that or you will not graduate. Well, I really appreciate So I got an idea. Don't give them your money. I appreciated the classical side of it being a musician. And I wasn't that impressed. You were not with a musician. It. Well, any more than I. Am. I was singer. Okay, that's I was not a, a musician. <laughs> and I was in chorus, and I was in a band. Still not a musician. So, you don't believe singers are not musicians? They do not use their voice for as an instrument. They can be, if they study long and hard enough at it. Yes, and they can sight read the music, and they can reproduce whatever they want. Yeah, but a, if you're just a singer in a rock and roll band, no. I was a singer in a rock and roll band, not a musician. I couldn't sit down and score something on the piano or write something on on you know paper at a musical notes. I couldn't do any of that stuff. I wasn't a musician. I was a, I was a singer. Anyway, I, of, or you could say a vocalist at most. Okay, but okay. I wouldn't call myself or you a vocalist. I mean, I've met some. And they're, they're they're studio musicians, singers. They can walk in, pick up the sheet music, and knock off a recording. Anyway, I didn't think Van Gogh was all that. Well, nobody think... thinks Van Gogh's all that when you're young anyway, because all you want to do is laugh at it because it's funny looking. And then you get in trouble for laughing at the painting. Anyway. But it's funny to kids. It's funny. And to adults, it's weird. Well, I, yeah, I was I was in college, dear. I was a grown woman with a household. but And I really didn't appreciate his art. I, don't, I think it's crap. Sorry. <laughs> Compared to modern art, I'll take him. Yeah, Picasso. Van Gogh and Picasso. Yeah, I, I like the they... screamer. That was a good one. <laughs> and like Picasso. Screaming either. man. I like that one. <laughs> Picasso, I like when the nose is on their ear and the ears on the top of their head and that kind of stuff. And that's what makes kids laugh. And then they get in trouble for laughing. But again, that was their appreciation shielding, of the art. And then we have to we have to think of a name for these whiny little kids. Shielding these snowflakes from being melted. No, I am not calling them snowflakes. 
They, they have, we have to figure out a name for them because it's They're called progs. They're called millennials. I uh, can go on. The only thing you have to know is they're all progs. They're all progressives. I would be so they, they think they're libertarians. They're not libertarians. They're progressives. They're I would be no kicked idea. off of these campuses, Brian. They would they put me in some kind of gulag. Oh, university yeah. gulag. The way I am now, forget about it. I'd be, in the, I'd be on top of the statue of the commons preaching <laughs> the truth of conservatism. Come all ye progs! Down thy progressivism. <laughs> Pick Get up the... thee behind me, progressivism. <laughs> Pick up the mantle of liberty. No, they wouldn't know what to do with that. Why? No, they that? wouldn't. That, they don't, they're afraid of it. They're very. Their very idea afraid. of liberty is pro uh, the Prague's idea of liberty. It means nobody gets insulted. Everybody's even and equal. Everybody has the same amount of suffering in their life, and uh, that's the world they want to live in. And they want you and I to do it and like it. Uh, no. I don't. I don't like it so much. I, I moved into the middle of nowhere to get away from it all. Anyway, so uh, Ricky Jones, Ricky Jones, Ricky Jones, Ricky Jones. I can't tell you how happy I am, Jones said after the announcement Friday. Was it as good as your coming out party? I think the statue being on the campus is somewhat akin to flying the Confederate flag over the university's administration building. You do realize that people died. Yes, they, it's a battle flag. They died for their beliefs. It was not the, the flag of the Confederacy. It was the battle flag of the Confederacy. And lots of people, whites and blacks, died on the southern side. And uh, you don't get to wipe that out. They never want you to know that any slaves fought and that freed slaves fought for the South and the Army and died. They don't want you to know that. They want you to think, oh, uh, don't, no, no, the black people, oh, well, they hated the white people. No, they didn't. No, they hate them now. Now they hate us because, well, they, they've been told that we're the one causing them to live in that slop of a ghetto when actually we're the ones who don't want them to live in the slop of the ghetto, want them to get a job, want them to succeed, want them to contribute to society so we can stop paying for their existence. We, we're rooting for you to succeed. I, that's part of my speech to a bunch of black people in the ghetto in a very dark ambulance bay. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to break. Send Quabbit Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause. We'll be right back. socialists you will be assimilated your individual liberties personal freedoms and mental individuality will be added to our own resistance is futile what's your irs problem do you owe back taxes is there a lien placed on your property have your bank accounts been frozen or seized have your wages been garnished are you being audited by the irs are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. 
we'll get them off your back. 800-511-3024-800-511-3024-800-511-3024-800-511-3024. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 That's 800-764-9168. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-862-0336. 800-862-0336. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Back to the Uncoopered Radio Show. Hour half of two. Stop confusing them. <laughs> I think my listeners get it. They're very smart. 
Wow. What did you do with it? Oh, you closed the door. I was like, wow, you got to warn me to do that. It gets so loud in here when I come back from guests when it's all closed up because it resonates. I was actually hurting my own ears on that one. All right, so Ricky Jones. He's happy. Ricky Jones. Ricky Jones. Isn't that a great name? Wrote in a newspaper opinion last week that the statue is a towering granite and bronze eyesore glorifying the nadir of America's past. Excuse me? I like America's past. Yeah, we have we have our black blemishes, but we do so. We fix them. I'd like to show you any, any other country that has done as much fixing as we have. Uh, because then you should be over there, right? That another country, instead of being here, you don't have to live here. You can immigrate over there. Where is that magic place? Does it exist? Does it? But you want to turn us into every other place. Why? You obviously don't like the other places. And all these idiots. This is amazing. we got indoctrinated, brainwashed idiots coming in as new professors, not in the old hipsters, hippie 60s old farts now these you kids that have been brainwashed by the old farts are coming in brainwashing the young kids this is worse by the day doesn't it any anybody that could get that offended over a statue has mental problems we all know liberalism is a disease though oh what they call it it's really progressivism you, you know it's a disease of the brain right it's a disorder mental disorders how can you expect them to see things the way they really are they they don't they are mentally they have a disorder they don't see things the way you do that's why they have pretzel logic it's the only way they can stay alive keep making ridiculous pretzel logic arguments for things that don't work so he's happy and he's bouncing up and down happy with his little pink panties on I, I, I'm i sorry. I think the statue being on the campus is somewhat akin to flying the Confederate flag over the university administration's building. How is that? What what difference does that make again? You know, they're going to put the, you know, they're going to take that down. But sooner or later, they're going to want the American flag taken down too, right? Oh, we can't have nationalism. There's nothing wrong with nationalism. You're supposed to love your nation. You're supposed to be part of your nation. You're not supposed to be a citizen of the world. If you want to be a citizen of the world, do us all a favor and go elsewhere in the world. We don't need you and we don't want you. And yes, I'm speaking for the majority of Americans. They don't want what you're selling. You just haven't been telling them the truth. You've been selling that snake oil-ism again. <laughs> Jones and Mayor Fisher noted that the university was much smaller when the statue was put up at the turn of the century and the campus has developed around it. Let's not to mention all the black people all the black people that get to go to college through affirmative action that shouldn't even have got out of high school. Yeah. And then, you know, they bring all this nonsense racism into everything. The most racist people in the world are the people on the left. They play the race card well don't they they get you to do just what they want whether you're black or hispanic or you're women they play you they just play with you and you just fall for it every time there's no such thing as utopia 
It is something that cannot happen unless we go through the end times and we come out the other side and that will be utopia. But until that happens, can you all just shut up and let us live our lives with freedom, liberty? And yeah, I don't care if you get your feelings hurt because someone calls you a bad name. Too bad. Someone beats you up for being something. Well, that's assault. It doesn't matter why they did it. It's assault. And it's a crime. And no, I'm not. I am. I must be a racist bastard because I'm not going to let you be a racist against Whitey. That's why. The, and besides, they're patently unconstitutional. Universal officials, the city officials, have been working on the removal for seven weeks, and there was even construction equipment parked alongside the base of the monument on Friday during the announcement. Kentucky is the birthplace of both Abraham Lincoln and Jefferson Davis, the only president of the Confederacy. Both are honored in the state's capital rotunda with large statues. Statues. I got statutes on the mind. Following the Charleston church shootings, leaders from both political parties called for the removal of the Davis statue, but a state commission voted 7-2 not to remove it. Look, knee-jerk reactions to everything, that's, those statues have nothing to do with what happened. You know, they haven't even proved it, it was a racial issue. This just dis disappeared. The only issue that should be brought up is those people in the church should have been armed so they could have defended themselves. We, it's worse than just the laws. They have made a culture of demonizing firearms. So people are afraid to own a firearm. Like, just same reason they're afraid of speaking out. Nobody wants to be the one playing whack-a-mole. But everybody, when they go through something like that, First thing they think of is, I wish I had a gun. If they're still alive. Fortunately, alive. So, again, your church is your responsibility, but it's all part of taking back the country from the ground up. You, you have to take back the churches, too. And the family. It's multifaceted. Don't worry, you don't have to do it overnight. Just start heading that direction. Remember, every journey begins with the first step. Sometimes I can't even imagine the first step. All right, up down from Fox News. Coffee conglomerate Starbucks is being sued for $5 million over the amount of ice the drink maker puts in its iced beverages. Wow. How? This is how screwed up our court system is. This is going to go to court. How much ice it puts in its ice beverage. If you don't like their ice beverage, I got an idea. Go someplace else. Ooh, or here's a novel idea. Make it yourself. The reason that I'm, I put an up on it, and it's kind of like my own reasoning, is because of all the crap Starbucks has been giving gun owners. It's about time they got harassed a little. Yeah, I'm not for that, but this is stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. That's why it's down. But they they really adamantly went after gun owners. No, they pre they vowed to pressure. That's what they did. They didn't go after it. They they didn't do anything for a while, and then they just caved. You know, 
most of the people that drink coffee out of Starbucks aren't conservatives. I, we tend to not want to spend six, seven dollars on a cup of coffee, and real men don't need a maco cappuccino frate frivoli pimpity poo poo. <laughs> Just you should have seen the person behind the counter when I walked up when I we were traveling. I walked up to the counter and I looked at all the different kinds of coffees. He walks up to goes, "What do you want?" I'm like. I'm trying to find it. I just want coffee. <laughs> he goes, what kind of coffee? Coffee. Coffee, coffee. <laughs> oh, you mean American coffee. I'm pretty sure it comes from Brazil, but okay. <laughs> um, what do you call it American coffee? So he goes, he, so I go, okay, he goes, okay, what do you want in it? Nothing. I just want <laughs> coffee. Coffee. Just put coffee, that black stuff, in here. The strongest coffee you got. Put it right in there. Don't add nothing to it. That's what I want. That's so funny. They were looking at. They were look, turning around, looking at the menu, going, looking at me like, I don't, I, I don't know what. I don't know how to do that. I don't. They know how to make a frappuccino, creepy, creepy, hippity boo, but they don't know how to pour strong black coffee into a cup you know what's so funny i challenged him with a cup of coffee it's amazing <laughs> it's funny because mike michael savage had a, a starbucks nightmare incident too he was talking about the other day the same thing and talking like he just he was gonna explode his head was gonna explode it was a good explode i was just in total dis <laughs> disbelief of how can i walk into a place that sells coffee and they have everything but coffee up there. Because I'm sorry, once you start mixing it with milk and foam, and then, then it's not coffee anymore. Then it's coffee and a bunch of other stuff. That's why they call it a frappuccino. I call it a crappuccino, but, uh, you know, I prefer drinking my espresso. And I like it pretty thick, too. Yeah, I like a coffee that comes in a little itty-bitty cup. But you still sip it. Okay, so anyway, they're upset with the amount of ice. Obviously, it's watering down their cold frappuccino. And uh, so they think they deserve $5 million because it, their ice ruined their cup ice coffee. Wow. And the courts haven't laughed at them yet. That's the part that's the part that concerns me the most. But nothing new, I guess. According to the Telegraph, of course we had to go to the Telegraph. Even Fox News went to the Telegraph for the story. Look at that. Stacy Pincus filed a 29-page complaint in Northern Illinois Federal Court in Chicago last week. Pincus alleges that Starbucks customers are being misled because the company's ice drinks contain just over half the drink they are paying for. Contain just over half the drink they're paying for I don't understand there has to be ice in an iced coffee does there not I uh, you're complaining about their pricing that's not the courts the court has no control over pricing of product what the hell's wrong with you this is how stupid our country is you know some slip and fall lawyer got put her up to it right Iced drinks contagious. Well, you know, I'm sorry. Stop buying them. What's the problem? You're not entitled to Starbucks. These people think they're entitled to Starbucks. 
Go away, you twit. And all you LGBTQ people that want wedding cakes, too. You're not. And you can take me to court. You can take everyone to court. You can say, ah, ha, ha, ha. You'll never get a, never get a dime out of me. And uh, I'll go, I don't care, throw me in jail. That makes you happy? Is that what you homosexuals want? All heterosexual, white heterosexual males in prison? Is that what you want? At all? If you can't get your way, your way has to be the only way. Oh, sorry, you're a minority. 0.3% of the population. Heard someone try and quote the number yesterday and they were wrong. It said 2.4%. No, uh, 0.3%. So, and again, you're a freak. You're not entitled to any services by anybody. No individuals. Nope, sorry. And the Constitution doesn't protect you from individual. only protects you from the government. There's a nice sweet game the activists and the courts have going and the government. They're all, all intertwined together in this mess. There's no way any thinking judge would allow this to even be considered. A Starbucks customer who orders a venti cold drink receives only 14 fluid ounces of that drink, just over half the advertised amount. No, what advertised amount? If they didn't say, if they said uh, in a pint, then you're getting ice and venti in a pint. In a pint, right? That You have to have ice in the dang ice drink. Don't ask for the ice drink. Pink has said in the complaint that a customer who orders a venti iced coffee will only receive about 14 fluid ounces of iced coffee, even though they are expected to receive 24 fluid ounces as Starbucks advertises. No, that's the size of the cup, madam. Ice takes space. Actually, ice takes space more than water. Did you know that? That's science. No, I didn't think you... Sure, you didn't like that word. Yes, it's Starbucks is advertising the size of its cold drink cups on its menu rather than the amount of fluid a customer will receive when they purchase a cold drink. Now you catch it on. And deceiving its customers in the process, the complaint, how could you be so stupid? What are you, stupid girl? <laughs> Can't answer one simple question? All right. Deceiving its customers. You're just upset because you, you didn't realize that you are getting 24 ounces of fluid coffee. You, you doofus, I thought you were. Everybody else understood that the ice takes up space inside the cup. It's not the TARDIS in there, you know. This is this is what's wrong with our country. These people. This is just, ah, it's just another symptom of all the disease in this country that anyone would dare even think to bring this lawsuit and any chance would even dare put it on on the calendar is beyond rational but they don't drink coffee at starbucks again change the channel why can't you people get that change the damn channel stop trying to change what everybody else sees and does and wants Worry about yourself. The lawsuit she filed is a class action on behalf of anyone who has ordered an ice beverage from a Starbucks shop in the past 10 years. And how, pray tell, would I prove that? I kept my Starbucks receipt from 10 years ago. Wow. 
now we're going to get OCD people involved too. Well, what a great, what a great little lawsuit this is going to turn out to be. That's right. I thought I was supposed to get 24 ounces of coffee, but I only really got a 24-ounce cup with ice and coffee poured over it. Sir, that's the definition of an iced coffee. But I didn't get 24 ounces of coffee in my 24-ounce cup. Again, sir, that's by definition how an iced coffee works. Don't buy it if you don't want it. I hate to break it to you. Ice costs money. Yeah, they they don't understand. Cups and ice cost money. They're growing trees, you know. I know. What I brought up, and nothing was growing on trees. It's said all the time, so it comes out. On, I can't help but to say it. Uh, just like, oh, if Johnny jumped off the Brooklyn Bridge, would you? Um, no. But when he wants to take a bike ride down to the pizza shop, I'm there. <laughs> uh, all right. Starbucks called the lawsuit absurd. I agree. Just like the one for Donald Trump, by the way. I can't believe how many cruise bots have already went nuts over that. Uh, it is absolute nonsense. I looked into it. They should, there should be no anything. There is, they have no case. This is just an activist judge trying to hurt Trump while he's running for. That's all that's about. But that's fine. Again, fall right into it like you do every other nonsensical thing they do every election cycle and expect something different to happen. Uh, you, I wouldn't worry about Donald Trump being anything. It's it's the least of your worries, really. Uh, honest to God, is I know you think this is the end of all uh, real elections, but I say that happened two elections past already. So you're late to the party. You're you have been disenfranchised. There's no way we reelected Obamaists. There's just no way. But we did. Don't forget all those diebold machines that had to be counted by a company in Spain that was owned by George Soros, who divested himself of it after us conservatives pointed out that he, his company, which he owns majority shareholder, and that means he's in charge, are counting our votes, and he's a left-wing socialist lunatic. But the election was fair, had to be. All elections, there has been a real fair election in my lifetime. But I'm not big on the word fair. Anyway, what's fair? Life's not fair. But the point is, we have to start taking back control of our state and local governments because we need to take back control of the elections, which and that's controlled by the state government. Would they let the parties do whatever they want? Why? Because they're made up of the Republicrat Party. It's one party. They're both playing the song and dance. It's circus and bread, and you're buying it. It's not even good circus or good bread. That's why I want Trump, because I want good good circus and delicious bread. And uh, that's what I'll get with him as president, regardless of all the other stuff. You can say anything you want. First of all, the president doesn't uh, rule the place. So even if Cruz was up there, he could just make things happen. Not if he's going to follow the Constitution, and he said he's a constitutionalist. He loves the Constitution, adores the Constitution. He's fought for the Constitution. May I point out, ACLU says the exact same thing. It's, it's ACLU says the exact same. I'm, yes, I'm comparing him to the ACLU. Is he a lawyer? Uh-huh. They're lawyers. Did he say he fights in court for the Constitution? That's what the ACLU says, too. 
So why am I supposed to just go, oh, my? And then the fact that he conveniently doesn't understand he's not a natural-born citizen. When, really? I'm not even sure he's a real citizen? I'm sorry. Back when he was born in Canada, there was no dual citizenship. And if you wanted your kid that was born over there when you came back to America to be a citizen, you had to jump through a whole bunch of hoops to get it done, and they didn't. And then there's no record of him being naturalized. If he hasn't been naturalized, he's not an American citizen. And even if he was, he's not a, he's not a natural-born citizen. No, even if he was born here on U.S. soil, he wouldn't have been a natural-born citizen because his father was not a U.S. citizen. Therefore, he cannot be a natural-born citizen. He could be a citizen, which he is, but not a natural-born citizen. There's a reason they added the extra words. You know, they didn't think... Those people, they weren't just willy-nilly with the words. They just like to put words in for the heck of it. All those words are important. They all count. Learn what they mean. Because if you don't, our life's going to be full of this. These people are going to run the whole world. These doofusai. If we don't do something. So I don't want to hear any more excuses, Fred. Just shut up and do something. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's educating people. I don't care if it's protesting. I don't care if it's getting signatures, getting people elected. Whatever it is you can do, just go and start doing it. Start with your school board. Work your way up slowly, step by step. And that way, everything will get better one step at a time. And uh, it does you no good to skip the steps because it's from the ground up. It ha it's the only way to work. It's the only because if we're not educated, if we don't take back our government from the ground up, then we won't ever know what it is we're trying to restore and what we're trying to keep. Okay, I think it's time for stupid girl. <laughs> Push the button. I don't have it unloaded. Why not? It says it's the economy, stupid. <laughs> that is not. She stupid girl works perfect for that. <laughs> I thought stupid stupid girl was. Better for anything our stupid. <laughs> anything stupid. <laughs> I, I I just don't understand. If you have to go, if you have to go eighty miles and you're traveling at eighty miles per hour, how long will it take you to get there? I want you all to think about that. If you can't answer that, you better go get an online course course in math fast, because uh, that isn't even hard math. That's easy math. Although, not for a stupid girl. How long did that go on? 15 minutes? I... <laughs> it's two minutes long. <laughs> it seemed like an eternity to me. And uh, it wasn't really over. They just ran out of film. <laughs> just doing it on a cell phone. She only could do so much. That was funny. And uh, boy, she, she was sure. She's laughing hysterical at her friend, too. Uh, and But her friend was laughing, too. So I guess, I guess she didn't care. Well, she's stupid. She didn't know. She's a, she's a dingbat. I know. <laughs> All right, once again, and she's blonde, by the way, just to top it all off. No, she's not. You keep saying that. Well, she is. No, she has dark hair. We even showed it to Jesse, and the girl that was making fun of her was blonde. The chick that was stupid. She had dirty blonde hair that's still blonde. Strawberry blonde is blonde. Dirty blonde is blonde. Blonde is blonde. Trust me, she was blonde. She wasn't bleach blonde. I didn't say that. I'll show the video to you. Go She's ahead. Dark hair. We're waiting. Let's show it to our listening audience. <laughs> you're going to be sitting here like a dummy saying stuff that they can't see. <laughs> I, I don't even know if you could look up stupid girl and find her that way. Is Was she called stupid girl? Was that the title of it? I can't remember. 
Might have been. Anyway, <laughs> i got to go to break. Sam Quapin Radio Show. You stay tuned. Cause we'll be right back. My name is Courtney Luster. I'm 21, well-educated, and unemployed American. I happen to be black, so I'm in the highest unemployment segment of the population, black youth unemployment. Notice I don't refer to myself as African-American because I'm an American first. I'm a proud American who happens to have black skin. So please explain to me where African-American fits into that equation. You're right, it doesn't. For over 60 years, the Democrat Party has used my fellow black Americans to maintain power in the federal and state governments. Why do I say that? Because I read history. While many of my friends are watching mindless videos, I choose to listen to Red State Talk Radio. Why? Because I want to educate myself, not entertain myself. Red State Talk Radio, America's premier conservative talk radio network. Hey, all you black American youth, be a Frederick Douglass Republican, not an Al Sharpton race pimp. Educate yourself. Listen to redstatetalkradio.com. New from Class Envy Productions, the people who brought you Obamacare, Cleopatra Obama, and Barry's got a brand new stash. An all-new exploitation picture starring Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, and a cast of millions and millions of unemployed Americans who all got the shaft. Members of Congress and my fellow Americans, while on vacation, working on my new, new jobs plan, I realize there are steps we can take right now to improve people's lives. But I, I want to continue to build roads and bridges, protect union jobs, and pay people to sit at home for another year. And every proposal I've laid out will be paid for by our children. There is the man who never had another plan except the you damn right. He's the cat who won't slow down when the country's going south. From the shops. Can you dig it? You see, this cat Barry is one dumb mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Obama. Oh, okay. He's not a complicated man, but nobody understands him but his woman. Michelle. Barack! Barack! You didn't eat the apples in your happy meal! Shaft, now playing in an economy near you. You're damn right. Coming soon, John McCain and Lindsey Graham star in the tender sequel to Brokeback Mountain, Return to Saddles or Canyon. You know, Lindsey, you spend a few days out on the campaign trail, away from all the other Republicans, with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead, well, it makes a man think different, feel different. You know what I mean? You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores. Obamacare. Yes, we can. Obamacare. Yes, we can. Who can make the sun rise? Promise you the moon. Promise you the moon. Cover you with health care and a miracle or two. Obama can. Obama can. Oh, Obama can, man. Obama can, man. 
Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 and all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. The private sector is doing fine. President Obama's promise to get national unemployment under 8% has not yet been realized. 40 consecutive months of 8% unemployment or more. Uh, the private sector is doing fine. The recovery has kind of slowed down. You can see that in our jobs numbers. Uh, the private sector is doing fine. It's the weakest recovery we've ever had. Uh, the private sector is doing fine. This is Jeff Carlisi from the Band 38 Special. On behalf of all my conservative rocker friends, I'd like to thank the brave members of our fine armed forces for putting their lives on the line every day to protect our liberty. Thank you. the cooperative radio show hour three 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 rule agrees <laughs> it's the economy stupid we didn't get we didn't even get past the title no we were talking about stupid girl stupid oh man <laughs> I don't know, how many times did she ask the same question? She couldn't figure I it out. I don't know. We'll play it again for the folks. But... I'm surprised she did. I would have gone, I'm sorry, do you need a pen and paper for this one? Just, I don't know. Is it something like I divide? <laughs> yes. Soda? <laughs> or you could just pay attention to the words. Okay. From USA Today. Saving for retirement is hard enough these days. With the wage growth lagging and more than 40% of workers lacking access to a workplace retirement savings plan. That we is... are not entitled to a workplace retirement plan. But again, this affects all the young people out there. All of our young entrepreneurs, our young people coming out of college, they, they have no future. I can tell you one thing. Ever since the progs took over, and things sure got a lot worse in this country, don't you think? Maybe you should rethink that D. I gotta vote D. Then, then after that, you could graduate to. I'm not even gonna vote for R. I'm gonna vote for principle. I'm gonna vote for the rule of law. <clears throat> anyway, what's even harder is figuring out how to draw down those savings when the time comes. Three in four respondents to a survey did not know how much they could safely withdraw from savings every year. I, I can tell you all kinds of things about this, but uh, my advice to you is don't draw down on it. And if you're leaving your IRA in the hands of a bank, do something else. There's just too much of a chance they're going to come for everybody's retirement savings like they did in Europe. You know, So if it happens in Europe, it can happen here, right? 
Um, anyway, so there's all kinds of ways you could do it, including investing in precious metals and getting a vault and saving your own stuff. Certainly would think about doing that on top of your retirement because, like I said, it might not be there. I have no idea where this country's going in the next 10 years. Um, let's see, almost the third thing they can safely take out 10% or more, even though the Social Security Administration estimates that a man turning 65 today will live to age 84. A woman can expect to reach the age of 86. Baby boomers haven't done a great job saving for retirement, said Chris Blunt, president of the investments group at New York Life. That's because you keep stealing our money and putting it into something that you tell us is our retirement account. If they now screw up the decumulation phase, we're going to take a bad situation and make it worse. The survey of 810 people was conducted in late March. It is limited to people age 40 and older with incomes and assets of at least $100,000. A segment of the population that should be relatively well-informed on financial matters, Blunt said. Yet, they were not. For example... 9% thought it would be all right to withdraw 15 to 24% of their savings annually. Even with positive investment performance, that would almost certainly deplete a nest egg within a decade. Most people are, ref are there to the point where everyone's telling them to refinance their mortgage, for goodness sake. Well, they're at a point they have no other good options, Susan. Uh, those reverse mortgage, considering no one keeps their house anymore and passes it on, so it's just going to get sold when you're dead anyway. I mean, eh, why not? Why suffer? Why, why not have money until you die? But that's it. We're spend, 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 spend. That's right. It's, it's, it's a consumer. If you haven't paid attention to the numbers they use, it's a consumer economy, even though it's not. It's not because you can't freely choose what you want. You can only choose between the choices that the government allows you to have. <clears throat> yeah, see, when your brain starts working that way, that's when you start really getting scary. Everything starts becoming clearer to you without tinfoil. Um, the widespread confusion about how and when to draw down savings could especially add to many older Americans because millions are facing retirement with little in the way of guaranteed income. Social Security is available to almost everyone, but the average monthly check for retired workers is just $1,031. And while a number of workers retiring today could still also depend on income from a defined benefit pension plan, those traditional pensions are fast disappearing. Good, they should have never existed. You can't pay you can't afford to pay people for doing nothing. And that all gets passed on to us the consumer. Anyway, all you think that was great, all these union plans. Yeah, every car you bought cost a lot more because of those unions. And they still do. And anything the union touches costs more than it needs to cost. And, of course, the whole notion of a union, collective bargaining, it, you pay for performance. That's what, that's what makes America great. That's, what, how, that's how businessmen do that. You pay for performance. That, you can't do that in a, with a union shop. Everybody with the same amount of year has to make the same amount of money, regardless of whether they're productive or not. And anybody who thinks that's okay is got something screwed loose in their head.
Some 73% of 102 plans in a 2015 survey by NEPC, a consulting firm, were either closed or frozen, up from 64%. Part of the confusion around withdrawing savings is that there is no strong consensus on the optimal strategy. Retirement experts long recommend that people draw down savings at a rate of 4% a year. But years of low interest rates have made that approach questionable. The optimal rate for withdrawals also depends on how large the savings are relative to the income a retiree needs and how they are invested. Historically, portfolios with more stocks than fixed income have outperformed those invested more conservatively. But not all retirees have the stomach for stocks later in life. Some experts now advise adjusting your drawdown rate based on how the stock market is performing. When stocks have a bad year, the experts advise that you withdraw less and leave more of your money in savings to benefit from the eventual upturn. In good years, you can withdraw more. Another challenge is the financial advisors generally are less informed on drawdown salaries than they are on accumulating savings, Blunt said. The vast majority of financial advisors are in their 40s and 50s or early 60s, and they have been trained on asset accumulation. This whole field of retirement income has come about in a big way probably in the last 10 or 15 years. One of the most popular professional designations advisors are currently earning is that of retirement income certified professional, he said. With a new field comes new financial products, of course, and insurers like New York Life and others have rolled out different kinds of annuities in the past few years. Blunt said many have been selling very well. If you steer clear of contracts with overly high fees, annuities can be one way to guarantee some income later in life. But when it comes to a basic understanding of how and when to use investment retirement savings, most people are coming up short. From the New York Times, oh, uh, right now there's zero growth. There's zero money you're going to get from investment. There's just... There's no there's no such thing as great investments. The only good investments left are gold, silver, precious gems. Um, again, if you're going to buy gold or silver, I advise you do not buy ingots because you will be tracked by the federal government and they'll know where to come and get it. I advise you get either coins or what they call rounds. They're unstamped coins, basically. It's just a blank coin. Looks like a slug like we used to use it today. But silver rounds are inexpensive and they're going to if when crap hits the fan they'll be excellent currency if you want to hedge against inflation and you think the country may be around in 10 years gold is a good investment but it'll be pretty it'll just be too worth too much money when the crap hits the fan to be a good thing to to save right now and it's a lot more expensive uh, so if you've got a lot of money to move around gold's always a good idea but if you're a regular working stiff you could afford silver rounds. Trust me. You you can wait till you look them up. You can do it. Silver's not doing isn't high right now. So now would be a good time. It's never a bad time. Silver's always going to be worth something. Just like gold, it has intrinsic value. All right, our top heavy economy has come to this. One man can move out of a New Jersey 
and put the entire state budget at risk. Other states are facing similar situations as a greater volume of income and tax revenue becomes concentrated in the hands of a few. Last month, during a routine review of New Jersey's finances, one could sense the alarm. The state's wealthiest resident had reportedly shifted his personal and business domicile to another state. <clears throat> Frank W. Haynes the third, New Jersey's legislative budget and finance officer, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> told a Senate, state Senate committee if the news were true, New Jersey would lose so much in tax revenue that we may be facing an unusual degree of income tax forecast risk, Mr. Haynes said. The New Jersey resident, unnamed by Mr. Haynes, is the hedge fund billionaire David Tepper. In December, Mr. Tepper declared himself a resident of Florida after living for over 20 years in New Jersey. He later moved the official headquarters of his hedge fund, Appaloosa Management, to Miami. New Jersey won't say exactly how much Mr. Tepper paid in taxes, but according to the Institutional Investors Alpha, he earned more than $6 billion from 2012 to 2015. Tax experts say his move to Florida could cost New Jersey, which has a top tax rate of 8.9%. Hundreds of millions of dollars in lost payments. Mr. Tepper, 58, declined to comment on his move. I can comment on it. Socialism is only good when you have other people's money to spend, but sooner or later you run out of other people's money to spend, and New Jersey's starting to figure that out. California's starting to figure that out. But they're, but their ideologues that they elected, they're ignoring it, acting like nothing's going not everything's great. But now several New Jersey lawmakers cited his relocation as proof that the state's tax rates, up from 6.3% in 1996, are chasing away the rich. Florida has no personal income tax. If you're making hundreds of millions of dollars and you're paying close to 10% to the state of New Jersey, you do the math, said John Babnick, the Republican leader in the New Jersey Assembly. You can save millions a year by moving to Florida. How can you blame them? Again, this is what's good about state sovereignty. You don't like where you are, go someplace else. There's not enough, unfortunately, there's not enough diversity that's the kind of diversity we need, state diversity. Yes, it's true. But I love the, the first paragraph, too. It's so biased. Our top-heavy economy. Other states are that One man can move out of New Jersey and put the entire state budget at risk. You know? And you're, said, you're misunderstanding what he's saying. Well, and because He's right. It, become, that, it says it, here... I read it. He's I know. Like, but it says it becomes concentrated in the hands of a few. I, I understand. But wealth <laughs> does tend to concentrate in the hands of a few, but it... That only happens when the government cracks down so much the people with the money don't spend it. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're talking they it's spend like it's their it, fault. It creates jobs. Think about it. They spend money. It goes for something. It goes for something that has to be bought and sold and created. That, that's it. People had to be hired to sell it to them. It creates jobs. That's how wealthy people create jobs, by spending their money. If you convince them there's no future, they'll hide their money. They'll hoard it. They hide it away. That's what they do. They've done it through history. And every time you lower the tax rate, they pay more in taxes. But that's what I'm saying. The progs are completely blaming these people. Because they don't understand that progressivism doesn't work, and a progressive income tax is stupid, 
And it's not not from an economical standpoint is it good, nor from a liberties and equality standpoint is it good. These these idiots think equality has to do with social justice, so that you know nobody's better than anybody else. Well, so I had bad news for you, Toto. Some of us are better than you. As a matter of fact, if if you're if you're the one I'm talking to, uh, just majority of us is smarter than you. Uh, this is just common sense. That's what I mean. They have confused everybody with this Keynesian economics nonsense. Keynes was an idiot. Keynes was a socialist. He was a statist. He centralized power. He envisioned a controlled economy that even he didn't think could work. And yet, we're stuck with it to this day. And people still tout the nonsense from the Keynesian economics professor that comes up. up, up. Hey, go study at a real school, Austrian school. You'd be surprised how simple economics is. You know, life is pretty simple if you if you know what you're doing. It's people that complicate it. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> so what do you expect rich people to do? I would do the same thing. I, I one of the reasons I came here is there's no income tax in Montana. I would not live in a state with an income tax, even though I'm like immune from income tax. Still wouldn't do it. I mean, sales tax. Sorry, I'm doing this backwards. I wouldn't stay in another place. I lived in Florida. I don't like sales taxes at all. It means that if you need to spend 100% of your money, then you are going to pay that percentage of all your money every time you spend it. It's, it's not beneficial. That's why the fair tax is not a fair tax. It's nonsense. Same thing. Consumption taxes are wrong. No, and I don't care about the the fact that it is a progressive tax because it is because you get all these prebates for the poor people, which I'd probably get one. I still don't want it. It's ridiculous. What about the people that don't get it? Why should they suffer through a state sales tax? I'd rather I'd rather they tax my income because, frankly, uh, at least then I know how much money I have to spend. You know. I, I like taking things off the shelf when they say seven ninety nine. You know how much they cost? Seven ninety nine, not a penny more. That's handy. No math. Besides, never give a guaranteed revenue system to a government. Then they don't need you anymore. Because you're going to spend your money, and we're going to get that tax, and there's nothing you can do about it. Ha ha! Didn't think that one through, did you? <laughs> Uh, beyond the debate on taxing the rich, Mr. Tepper's move is a case study in how tax collections are affected when income becomes very highly concentrated. The income has not become highly concentrated. There were X amount of millionaires before this economy turned to crud. And now there's X amount of billionaires because uh, the, value, the value of the dollar had dropped that much. Now once you're a million, now you're a billionaire. But you have no more money than when you were a millionaire. I mean, you do, but it doesn't buy as much. So they might as well just be millionaires. But now they're billionaires and nothing's changed, see? No, it hasn't concentrated anymore. Uh, I mean, other than the fact that because of the aggressive government in taxes, they're they're not putting their money back into the economy, then you can thank your left-wing lunacy for that because it happens every single time. 
But, oh, no, you know best because I don't know what. You're 21? You've lived so much life. Tell me, have you ever been on a fishing ship? <laughs> I could turn this into a real fun joke, but... Uh, have you experienced being a commercial fisherman? Have you experienced being in the military? Have you experienced being an auto mechanic? Have you experienced at building something? Have you? I mean, I can go on. There's a lot of life experiences out there for people to be interested in that has nothing to do with spending money to go to college. In fact, many of them are jobs. Hey, you can learn to be a welder. You can learn to be a carpenter. Not a real. I mean, you can learn to be a real carpenter, but that's pretty rare that anybody apprentices anymore. Uh, I guess I mean you can learn how to swing a hammer. Um, it, 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 auto mechanics, electric, electronics, electricity. Uh, there's so many jobs. Welding. All good paying jobs. And, and instead of going for your Cancun vacation, why don't you consider to go someplace inside the United States of America? We've got a very diversified ecology here. You've got all kinds of different ecologies. Micro, what do they call it? Micro, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I have no idea. Micro environment. Ah. It was as simple as environment. That's, that's why it, I got confused. Anyway, um, look, we've been trying this progressive crap for over 100 years. And uh, what do you think? It's working out well for you? It gets worse all the time because every day we're getting more and more down the socialist path to serfdom. Every day it gets worse. That's why I said no time no time like the present to get moving. If you're going to get moving, better start now. Anyway, uh, while with the top tenth of 1% of the population... Re reaping the largest income gains. Again, they have the largest amount of money invested. Therefore, they have more to gain. They also have more to lose. Yep. So beyond the debate on taxing the rich, <laughs> Mr. Tepper's move is a case study on how tax collections are affected when income becomes very highly concentrated. No, that is not the lesson. I know yet. it isn't, but I had to read it again. <laughs> it's not the lesson. No, it isn't. It, 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 it's a, when you tax business, when you tax so many people out of your state, so much industry and business out of your state, that one person in that state can make that kind of a difference. You're right. It is ridiculous. And it was done by the progressive in New Jersey. New Jersey is nowhere near anything but a progressive state. It is, it is just as bad as New York, if not worse. Sorry. Uh, New Jersey sucks. I know. I lived next to it for a long time, and I've actually been in. I've been over there many times. I, I never liked going to New Jersey. I always felt like I was walking into a, a Gestapo camp. So he's wrong. The reason that you, is because you chased everybody else out of New Jersey. He was single-handedly holding up your economy because of bad, progressive laws. And so their answer is, no, the problem was, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what they're going to say next. The problem was, wasn't progressive enough. We allowed one to accumulate. You, how do you allow and disallow anyway? The more you start disallowing people to make money in your state, they're going to go someplace else. It doesn't matter how you do it. It's the same outcome. They're too idiotic to understand uh, your problem was that you were 
laying on the regulations too thick and the taxes too high. Both of them traced industry out of your state to the point where there was one man left that was holding up the whole economy, and because he moves, it's going to be devastating. And their their takeaway on this is capitalism failed. Say what? First of all, there's no such thing, but there is no free market in New Jersey. Not even close. Okay. I want you to I want you to scroll down because this is going to bring your point home. Past all the who made who, when, I don't care about that. Now, um, let's see. Keep going. Some academic research. No, keep going farther down because this is going to say exactly what you just said. This just does say exactly what I just said. Maybe you should read. Oh, no, no. This it gets better. <laughs> if, okay, you can read this if you want, but it gets better. I can only read it if you stop talking. Okay. What is so funny? Okay, uh, some academic research shows that high taxes are chasing the rich to lower tax states. And anecdotes of tax-fleeing billionaires abound. But other studies say there is little evidence showing that the rich move solely for tax purposes. No, it is more than just taxes. It's a whole host of things. Regulations and taxes, both of them suck. And uh, by the way, they don't just leave the states, they leave the United States. You have any idea how many businesses have taken their whole families and moved to Southeast Asia where they think they have a future? Not here in America. The the progs have turned our country completely upside down and backwards. Now people are fleeing for, for prosperity. People used to come here for prosperity. And yet you think... Keep don't Democrat in the unions and it's good and I'm gonna socialist Bernie's all right. Keep going. You'll have nothing. You'll have absolutely nothing. Nothing. And it'll happen faster than you think. Anyway. Okay. Tax fleeing billionaires. Okay, right here. They used to be tax fleeing millionaires. (laughs) The best solution. These next two paragraphs are gonna make my head hurt. Yeah, I know. They're trying to say what I was saying. There's other factors involved. There's other factors involved, but they all add up like it's just the last straw on the camel's back. Right, and start right there. The best solution to the mega taxpayer dilemma, some tax experts say. Excuse me, what is a tax expert? Someone tell me. Uh, because that, I'm told those those people in the in the mall are tax experts. What do they call them? Something in block? H&R Block. H&R Block. They say they're tax professionals. I can tell they they're not. They're not tax professionals at all. Uh, they could they could do a short form. It's about it. Wow. Uh, oh, they're complaining. Well, California added over one hundred thousand millionaires. That no, that's important. We California's been losing a lot of business and rich people. How come they? How come they added millionaires? It's confusing. New York added sixty nine thousand five hundred millionaires from two thousand eight to twenty fifteen. Now, all these people are going to run away because now yep. they have money, see? Yep. <laughs> the best solution to the mega taxpayer dilemma, some experts say, is for states to do a better job of tracking and forecasting the incomes of their top earners. Since the rich are mo- the most mobile and are able to manage their investment just as easily in Miami as in Manhattan, states are devising new ways to monitor their top taxpayers and keep them from leaving. Monitor. Now, how are they going to do this? Again? Thank you. In a time of rising inequality... I'm not ch- rising. In- I know. No, I know. rising stupidity. <laughs> I know. I know. 
That's why I wanted you to read this. I'm not sure uh, the right answer is lowering taxes or making them less progressive, said Kim S. Rubin, senior fellow at the Urban Brooks Tax or Urban Brookings Tax Policy Center at the Urban Institute, which is a left-wing lunatic nonsense place that just comes up with all kinds of progressive math. Uh, it, they're not there to tell you the truth. They're there to get progressive laws enacted. That's their real purpose. That's the Urban Brookings Tax Policy Institute. So me in the 16th Amendment where it gave the right of uh, waiving equal protection under the law for the 16th Amendment and collective income tax because the only legal income tax is a flat tax. Yep. That they didn't sorry, they didn't cha- they didn't change it equal protection. And I love what she says. It's more about keeping an eye on people, seeing where they are and enforcing yes, finding ways to That's just squeeze right. every tax. Yep. You can't do that with the rich because as well as being mobile, they have the money to do whatever they want. It's not only that. That's fascism. That, we might as well be I in, tell Nazi, everybody, in uh, Nazi Germany. That's what the left are, fascists. They say it's, How dare you they, keep they, an they eye think on right me. wing is fascist. No, left wing is fascist. Severe right wing is fascist, but just left is fascist, period. Because all you want to do, where you're on the left, and when, oh, I'm a fiscal conservative. No, you're not. Are you for Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, welfare? Are you for any of those things? Then you aren't a fiscal conservative. You're a doofus. None of those things are, are, are fiscally responsible. So that's why I love to hear these so-called Republicans. Well, I'm a, I'm a fiscal conservative but a social liberal. Oh, so you're a progressive then. Well, no, I'm a Republican. No, you you may be a Republican, but you are a progressive, sir. Because you can't have, you can't even be fiscally conservative if, you, if you're saying you're for paying for all those things we can't afford to pay for. That's not fiscally conservative. See, they, they, play, they throw these labels out. You all buy it up and eat it up. You start putting it on yourself. Now I hear regular people walk around, but conservative. I'm a physical conservative, but I'm a social liberal. Social issues, we should, it's just a non-win for us. No, social issues have nothing to do with national politics. That's the first thing that's wrong. There's nothing in the Constitution that allows the Congress to dip into the Treasury for, eh, or to pass regulations for, uh, got it? The left has taken over. The left has destroyed this country. The left is going to end up putting us right in with the rest of the third world. And that's really their goal. They think that would be wonderful. Let's all live on insects. They're already planning on that, ladies and gentlemen. There's a conspiracy theory. Connecticut, home to... Several hedge fund billionaires now tracks the quarterly estimated payments of 100 of its top earners. Now, the more draconian you get with tracking them and enforcing the tax rules, as you say, the more they're going to leave. You see? See, this is why they don't like state sovereignty. They can't force these people to pay the money because they can go to another state. But in the place they're creating, there is no state sovereignty, individuality rights. Then all their policies will work because there's nowhere for you to run. That's right. And then we will all suck equally. Yay. Yay to the left for being so stupid. Yay to the left for being so idiotic. Yay to the left for being nothing but an emotional basket case. Mr. Sullivan said that when one of the state's 
rich head fund executives plan to move his family and company to a lower tax state. State officials met with him and persuaded him to leave some of his work force in Connecticut. We knew we were going to lose him, Mr. Sullivan said, but we wanted to keep some of the higher paying jobs. He said the state worked out a deal to keep the jobs in exchange for an agreement about the owner's regular visits to his family and friends in Connecticut. Homeowners who spend more than 183 days in the state in the state are considered residents for tax purposes. He said the state was holding discussions with the top earners in hopes of keeping them. I'm not saying we're sending fruit baskets and get out well get well cards, said Mr. Sullivan, a former Democratic legislator, Democrat legislator. But we're trying to send a more welcoming message to the high earners as a group. Lower your taxes. Get your regulate get your regulations out of the way. It's all that needs to be done. New York is now more closely monitoring wealthy taxpayers who have homes in New York but claim Florida as their tax residence. And New Jersey is collecting data on all of the taxpayers who make more than one million dollars to forecast their tax payments more accurately. In California, 5,745 taxpayers earning $5 million or more generated more than $10 billion of income taxes in 2013, or about 19% of the state's total, according to state officials. Any state that depends on income taxes is going to get sick whenever one of these guys gets gets a cold, Mr. Sullivan said. Hence, New Jersey's concern over Mr. Tepper's departure. Maybe if you didn't go into debt, maybe if you lived within your means then maybe none of this will matter because you're not supposed to do all the things you're doing. <clears throat> if I just if they just stuck to their New Jersey constitution, this problem would go away. <clears throat> anyway, it was separate department. Whenever the reason is moved, he is leaving for Florida at an especially opportune time for tax savings. Many hedge fund managers have for years used the tax loophole that allowed them to defer taxes on fees they earned through the use of offshore funds. A 2008 federal tax rule, however, requires them to declare those fees by the end of 2017 and pay any necessary federal, state, and local taxes. For some hedge fund managers, the amounts declared will probably be in the billions of dollars, accountants say. A spokesman for Mr. Tepper declined to comment on his overseas income. By moving to Florida, Tepper could avoid paying state income taxes on any such funds. Of course he would. What claim would New Jersey have on it? Also, by the way, if people move things over into tax shelters overseas, they don't tell anybody anything about anybody that invests there, so they don't have to tell you about anything. And you'll never know. And there's nothing you can do about it. And if you push, they'll leave and go to a different country. The more they try and push and force taxes on everybody, the more they're going to want to leave. Just that simple. Why? If I had a business here, I'd move it to Hong Kong and it'd be, and it'd be Southeast Asia somewhere for sure. I'd be the heck out of here. The highest, we have, we have the highest corporate tax rate in the world. Congratulations. We have the most people in prison per capita. Congratulations, America. Sounds like we're pretty fascist to me. 
If he's bringing money back, you're talking about a big possible gain, Mr. Bramnick said, so it's a good time to move to Florida. Mr. Tepper regularly tops state wealth rankings as New Jersey's richest resident. He also has homes in Miami Beach and the Hamptons. In 2012 and 13, he also topped Alpha's list of the highest-earning hedge fund managers, with estimated earnings of $2.2 billion in 2012 and $3.5 billion in 2013. His earnings fell to about $400 million in 2014. Now, they're going to say, oh, wait, no, $2 billion, $3 billion, it fell here. We're going to tax you more because you made so much money. We're going to tax you on this amount that you didn't that you didn't say you made, but we're project we have projected you did make. So you're going to have to pay the taxes on the projection. But you know, That's the, what they're saying. They're going to project the, your income and then you're going to pay taxes on it. That way, it doesn't matter what you move overseas. Instead of the states going on austerity and saying what's best for their people, it, they don't know what austerity is. I understand is. that. Instead of them stopping spending, they're finding more ways to get more money to spend more. It's outrageous. I could not run a household like this. No, it would be impossible. And again, the states are mini-me's of the or federal I government. Said, I shouldn't say that. Almost everybody's household is run that way. That's why we have such a credit disaster in this country. They are out doing it just like the government. They're borrowing. They're, they're, pay, they're getting all the things they want and paying for it later. Many even find out that it doesn't work out so well because it takes forever to get those credit cards paid off, doesn't it? So Mr. Temper never publicly announced his move to Florida, but it became public on April 5th when Mr. Haynes, citing a Bloomberg report, mentioned Mr. Tapper's move in his remarks to the State Senate Budget and Appropriations Committee. In discussing the move, Mr. Haynes said, even a 1% forecasting error in the income tax estimate is worth $140 million. Mr. Tepper's payments may have even been higher. If Mr. Tepper earned $3.5 billion in 2013, his state tax bill could have been over $300 million, according to New Jersey accountants. See, the rich, they don't pay any money. Granted, his actual payments were probably far lower because of deferred income, charitable deductions, and other accounting treatments. Yet, Mr. Haynes' comments are believed to be the first time a state official has warned of a budget risk because of one resident's relocation. If we go to a flat tax, states ditto. If you all go to a flat tax, that's at a reasonable rate, all this will end. They'd be glad to pay that 10% as long as everybody else is paying 10%. Yep. They won't have a problem with it at all. They'll gladly tell you how much to give you the money. Which is more than they're doing right now, isn't it? Because they always hide their money from a tyrannical government, always. And what's going to happen, Brian, is all of these people that are productive are going to be leaving a state, and the only ones that are going to be left are welfare mutts and unproductive people. Except that once that is the only thing that's left, that's when starvation sets in. That's when food shortages start happening. That's when food lines start happening. Do you really want that? Because you're working hard for it out there. Now... I do not want you to do this segment because we're coming at the end of the show and the stories in our military heroes are very important and I want to put it on for the next show and they're timely. Okay. So we're going to go visit the wonderful world of animals. Are you sure? I am. Are you sure it's wonderful? It is. For the animals. Well, one story is good for the animals, one story isn't. (laughs) Okay, Okay, then. The wonderful world of 
animals. From the S Associated Press. Little Simba. That was the name of the white lion we were growing up. Simba. Simba the white lion. <laughs> Little Simba couldn't wait to uh -oh. check it out. Is that racist? Is that a racist lion? It's a white lion. So racist bastard. Must be by being white. The toy poodle was among the first to try a special bathroom just for animals at New York's John F. Kennedy International Airport. Among the growing number of pet relief facilities being installed at major air hubs across the nation. Probably smart if you let them fly with pets because they got to go somewhere. Why would you call a toy poodle Simba? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's white. It's ironic. Uh, no, Alanis. It is not ironic. <laughs> it would be ironic if it was black. You racist. <clears throat> White animals' lives matter. <laughs> There's a fire hydrant in there, Sibrizona Heidi Liddell announced as she opened the paw prints marked door between the men's and women's rooms. Oh wait, we got a we got a room between men and women. We could send the transgenders in with the dogs. <laughs> That's perfect. We already have a bathroom for you. It's the one with the paw prints. <laughs> How did I know you would tie that? What is with all these stories about bathrooms modifications? And oh my lordy! <laughs> it didn't take long for the dog to sidle up to the little red hydrant atop the patch of artificial turf and do her business. A dispenser of plastic doggy baggies and a hose was provided for the owners to clean the area up for the next pet. Perfect for transgenders. The 70-square-foot room at JFK Sprawling Terminal 4 allows dogs and other animals, like LGBTQ people, to relieve themselves without needing to exit the building to find a place to go outside, a step that requires an annoying second trip through the security line. See, we don't want the transgenders to have to do that. Wouldn't be right. We had seen an increase in passengers traveling with pets, and then we decided to do it sooner rather than later, said Susanna Kunha vice president of the management company that operates the terminal. Guide and service dogs, emotional support animals, and other pets traveling with passengers are all welcome to use the facilities. See, again, if it, you take all this stuff out of the government's way, you know, the government's hands, and people come up with, you know, great ideas. Really, the TSA needs to go. The, I think... Look, oh, now said, they're unionized. They're civil servants. You're never going to get rid oh, of them. Oh, I just... It's over. I saw a report that... The TSA employees are fleeing the TSA and becoming whistleblowers because it's com completely collapsing right now, and they want to bring it out. It's beyond. They said it's so bad that they won't even work for them. They wouldn't even work for the government anymore. Well, what could go wrong when you've hired the worst of the worst and then give them all this power over people? But, but what you were saying, why can't the states handle this? There's no reason. The state doesn't have to handle this. This is not a government job. Who owns... The airport. That's whose job it is. And they collect fees from the carriers, which they already do. And they should provide security. And they should provide the air traffic controllers. In other words, no government in commercial... It's, it's commercial airlines, okay? No government. Commercial. You can't even have commercial airline with the government being in it. Enough. Stop buying them out, too. Let's all go back to, let's let's just start. You pay your way. That's it. You go out bankrupt, go bankrupt. We're not helping you. You're not getting government money. We don't care. Well, that's Someone else will come along and fill your empty spot who isn't going to run it into the ground 
And uh, so we don't really care what happens. And that's exactly what happened here with this Burt Mooney Airport that's here in Butte. It's a tiny, tiny little airport, and it really doesn't service that many people, and they were going to shut it down, and Butte applied for a federal grant. Yeah, thanks a lot for that. Federal dollars going to any of these places is unconstitutional. Period. I don't care. Unless we start getting back to that, you keep making excuses for everything. This is only going to get worse. If you don't stop making excuses for everything you think is a good idea, but that's illegal for the government to do, then we're not going to be able to turn this around. And you are, I don't care who you are. You aren't going to like where it's going. Even you doofus college graduates wearing Che Guevara shirts, you're going to think it's cool or a Che Guevara neck bracelet. And, what is wrong with you people? Che Guevara was a criminal. He was a, he was a Hague-type criminal. He was Dr. Mengele of South America. And they worship him like a hero. And Castro, it's like, yeah, revolution. Yeah, yeah, Betty, Bernie loves talking about the revolution. Yeah, yeah. Remember the Beatles song, right? You think you want a revolution. You don't. Because you little whiny crybabies that want it are going to be the first ones to go. You do realize you'll be the first ones destroyed. You're the ones that get to hold the pink card up so you don't get beat up. There's no more pink card when the government collapses. What are you going to do now? See, and this was a good idea because somebody thought of it. But, of course, what you're saying, the federal government's going to get involved now. Well, it has no business being involved. There's no business being involved in the airport at all. Again, who's making the money off the planes flying in and out and using their infrastructure? The people who own the airport. Who should be responsible for security in the airport? The people that own the airport. I know, it sounds a lot. And this is the house that Jack built, doesn't it? Yeah. You don't know that nursery rhyme? Go look it up. The house that Jack built. Nursery rhyme. Uh, it kind of goes... <laughs> never mind. It kind of goes along with this, if, if you can keep your mind open. Uh, anyway. Pet relief area. With long flights and short transit time frames, passenger... No, no, you... you the, 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 the. What a, a federal regulation. That's why I brought up the feds. I was going to jump right past there because I didn't talk about it already. <clears throat> federal regulation will require that all airports that service over 10,000 passengers be per year install a pet relief area in every terminal by this August. Now, why? Again, they would have done it on their own, just like the handicapped spaces. They may or may not have, but that would change how people decide to fly, and that's how it's supposed to work. The government coming in doing this takes something off the table. Look, how the heck are the airlines supposed to have any competition to drive down fares and rates when it's being completely controlled by the national government? If you go to this one, that they all have the same rules. <laughs> There's no way for them. Look, they came up with this. Hey, come here. Don't use it. They said the other airport, come to this one. No, we're going to force all the airports to have them. So there's no benefit at all to you. Good thinking, though. That's exactly it. <laughs> Glad you thought of that. Oh, goodness. Uh, again, the rubber band. There ought to be a law. Ow! No, there ought to be a law. Snap. Snap that rubber band. Oh, come on. Get a thicker one next time. Anyway, with long flights and short transit time frames, passengers would not have enough time with plane changes to come back through security, said Karen Garice, a consumer services manager for the 
Guide Dog Foundation, a nonprofit that trains service dogs and particip- participated in the design of the new facility. Having relief areas inside the terminal is a stress relief for the handlers. That was certainly the case for Taylor Robbins, who had already missed one flight from JFK to Atlanta and was unsure if she had enough time to get back outside to find a place to walk her terrier, John John. Oh my gosh, the things we do to animals. The indecency, the indignant. It's really clean. It gets the job done, and he seemed to understand he could use it, she said after exiting the doggy restroom. Without this, he would have had to hold it in. Other pet owners are encouraged by the convenience. Mark Shadowins from, really? Shadowins? From Lake Tahoe, California, peered into the new facility with a smile. He said he and his wife, Helen, would love to travel with their Jack Russell Terrier, Bella, but fears not being able to find a place to let her go to the bathroom. I understand this. I feel the same way about my firearm. They won't let me carry my firearm with me. I got to pack it away back in storage like just every other piece of baggage. I'd much rather travel with my girder. (laughs) You don't name your firearms. You silly man. (laughs) If it could get it on the plane, I would. (laughs) That's true. Come here, come here, Fido. Come here, Fido. Not good, Fido. No, no, this is this is my this is my dog. It's my yeah, it's my dog. It's my service animal. <laughs> that wouldn't even be a lie. It is a service animal. Think about it. You know what? I really have. I am going to. I guess they'll call me a bigot. What do you call somebody who's totally against somebody else's lifestyle because they're freaks? Normal. Well, I would rather the doggies have a, a bathroom than make the than, than allow the transgenders to go into little girls and women's bathrooms. Yeah, that's another start. I'd rather that happen than to make a foot washing area for the fuzzy muzzies. That too. I'd rather the dogs. I'm sorry, their so-called religion is too much to deal with. And besides, they're all going to kill you anyway. What are you going to do? What are they going to do if you say no? Sue you? Good. You want to wash your feet? You got a choice. You got the sink or you got the toilet bowl. Pick one. That's it. <laughs> so whatever makes your your weird thing you pray to happy. Toilet water, sink water. Well, besides, it's more appropriate for us to help our furry friends, our dogs, because the name Look, backwards I'm is sorry. God. Bending over backwards for everybody's religion on the planet. I can make up a new religion tomorrow, you know. I'd claim all kinds of entitlements, and there's nothing you can do about it because the courts have decided. As long as I've registered, really, you know how easy it is for me to actually create a church? Take next to nothing. All right, moving along to Fox News and the elephants. I grew up with the elephants. Elephants will perform for the last time at the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus on Sunday as the show closes its own chapter on a controversial practice that has entertained audiences since circuses began in America two centuries ago. Yes, and now what are you going to do with all the elephants? Well, who's going to feed them and take care of them? If that, if you can't make money off them, what are you going to do with them? They eat a lot. No, elephants don't eat a lot. Yeah, they do. Birds do. They eat a smaller portion of their body weight. But they still But they eat, eat a lot because <laughs> their body weight's a lot. Anyway. Six Asian elephants 
will deliver their final performance in Providence, Rhode Island, and five will perform in Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania, during several shows on Sunday. The last Providence show will stream live on Facebook at ringling.com at 7.45 p.m. That was today. You missed it because it's past that. I know. This is beyond ridiculous. Alana Feld, executive vice. This is my favorite part of the circus with it. Or the pachyderms. Why didn't? Why do they think they're abusing these animals? The animals they're are not. making the well, money. Well, they should be wild in the nature. They should be wild in the they're jungles. They're wild in nature, and yeah, the Asians no. go over and cut their tusks off. Right, they kill them and take their tusks. So uh, but they don't even kill them. But that's all right. They'd be free for fifty seconds. <laughs> they don't know how to live in the wild. Is it? They have to go to a zoo now. They're circus animals. They're going to be miserable. Yes, they are. They, they're working animals. Just like the dogs, the service dogs, and just like the dogs that are not military. They're working animals. I they know. like to work. That's forced. That's forced servitude. It's, it's against God, this, the 13th Amendment. You can't make pachyderm servants. This pisses me off so bad. Only humans. Only Every, white heterosexual males. Everything the progs touch turned to crap. They are completely destroying everything that they're saying they're for. Yes, and they've gotten to the point with, like the Fuzzy Muzzies, they've reached a point where they feel they can inflict the most damage on us right now as fast as they can and crush us like a bug that's what they're doing that's the thing's happening that's why all this stuff keeps going why is this never ending control over everything by these idiots because they know they're idiots and without all this power and control they wouldn't survive elephants have been used in the circus in america for more than 200 years brian 200 years i'm sorry i don't know what to say it seems like progs want to ruin everything all, just remember to tell your child when she can't go to the circus and or she goes there's no no elephants. It's all the progressives' fault. And I have an article. I have to look it up about P.T. Barnum. He was a very Christian. He was a, a well. He was a good Christian man. And he yeah, the guy the guy who said there's a sucker porn every second. Yeah. Yeah. No, he wasn't a great conservative. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't a great Christian. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> Anyone that's take that says sucker is a con man. And if you use the term, it's a, you're a con man. Well, we don't even know if he really said it. The progs are telling us. No, no, that. we know he said that. The stuff you're okay. trying to put on him, we don't know anything about that. Okay, I'm going to have to get up that article then well, about him. Like I said, P.T. Barnum. Well, look, look what we found out about Webster. Webster, everyone that they told, everything they told about Webster was wrong. That's what I tell everybody. Feel free to look it up. The yep. internet's there for everybody. We found Not out just about me. Webster. I don't have to look up everything for you, right? I, I, you can look up some stuff yourself. It wasn't Webster who was a prog, it was Miriam. Mary, that's still, that was still Webster. Miriam Webster. Miriam's last name was Webster. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Miriam Webster. That's the name, that's the name of, the, of the dictionary. Right. It but... changed from Webster's Dictionary to Miriam Webster's Dictionary. When, right. when his heir got control of it, whose name was Miriam. Right, but we said we debunked that Webster was a prog. He was not. The second one was Miriam was not not him. Not, not the first. What's one. his first name? Uh, uh, I'll have to look it up. Uh, Daniel Webster. I'm thinking. I don't remember. Darn it! You know it'll bother me at four o'clock in the morning. It'll pop into my head and wake me up. I hate that. Anyway. It's heard of 40 Asian elephants, the largest in North America, will continue a breeding program and be used in a pediatric cancer research project. Oh, you're going to torture them and use them. How wonderful. Uh, you're right. The circus was the wrong place for them. We're going to 
experiment on him. Say, but I got to go. Ah, oh, it's been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.